Welcome into the show, everybody. And it's a Sunday night and we're live. Welcome in to Talking Trek. My name is Ultimate DJs and I am your host. Here on the Sunday night edition of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Welcome in to the show. Let's see who's hanging out with us to talk about a video game here tonight. On a Talking Trek server sound off, you guys hit it. What's up, Jerry Ryan and Seven of Nine at the same time? Y'all first. On server 146 in first place today. What's up, Zakara 136? Thank you. Joker hiding out on server 16. What's up, Spannon on server 8? Thank you. Captain James T. Kirk, server 9. What's up, Data Systems on 27? Dirty Bird Bill on server 15. Bill's Mafia on 32. Bernard on 28. Tabby Moses, server 20. Thank you. Welcome in. Dr. Link on server 14. Rotifrol 17. Divine 164. Chuck's a grunt on 32. Ryan Pax on 15. Swifty on 31. Thank you. Scaly back from the Outback on 193. Jayberg on server 32. Royal Power 36. Twab on 22. Dark Menace joining us from European 140. I'm a crazy says howdy howdy from server 13. Also Splatsu joining from 13 as well. There can only be one. Shout out to server 38. Welcome Kalmic on 143. Housekeeping on 16 in the Hizzy Captain Planet on European 167. Thank you. It's a late night for you Captain Planet. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for sticking with us today. Silent Killers, let's go. He says, let's go on 31. Thank you. Welcome into the show. Hey, what's up, man? Honey on 10. Indy Dandy on 31. Smoke him if you got him. Server 16. Thank you. Zoomer on 34. Not my game name on 16. Bankman on 32. Admiral poops a lot. <laughs> I get cracked up every time I read your name, man. Welcome back to the show. He says, Server 42 says hello. Black Ushkar on 57. Thank you. The clueless one on 13. Tycon, happy moving day from server 33. What's up? Lieutenant Razik on 15. Thank you, Counselor Q14 in the hizzy. Andar on 163. Anubis on server 11. Uh, lost and found on server 10. Thank you for being here. Urameshi. Yusuki Urameshi. I hope I'm saying that name right. On server 44, thank you. Appreciate you being here. Mr. Gene on server 8. Happy Sunday, he says. Boaz on server 14. Don on 8. Bubba Joe, server 24. Mick Surgeon on 20. NCC on 16. Spock the Avenger is here. Irish Jack is here from 15. Trying to mind some ISO, but think had all the nodes. Oh, big country. What do you, what do you got to say to our buddy IJ there? Saying, listen. Listen, IJ, I know that Think has cracked the code. I know that we have figured out how big country, not only to mine all of our ISO, but to mine all the ISO from all the other alliances as well. We cracked it, didn't we? We did. <laughs> we did indeed. We now occupy all nodes in all 58 territories. That's right, IJ. You, you prompted us. You motivated us to figure it out. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. What's up, Arrow? Uh, Server 42, thank you. Welcome into the show. Appreciate you being here. Uh, good evening, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot to get to tonight. So uh, it is with no further delay that we get into our stupid news, and then we will uh, we'll get straight into our stage. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, from across this big blue ball, it's time to find out what's going on with your stupid news headlines. Stupid, stupid news! 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 It is indeed time for the news, everybody. News! <laughs> Ripper, the news is great. 
like no. yes, yes, like this one. How about you're not? There's no way you're not going to like this one. How about in Arkansas this past week? Big country, a tractor trailer full of ramen noodles crashed into a lake. Guys, you can't make stuff like this up. All right. <laughs> <A whole> tra- <laughs> I can't even get to. The, I can't even get to the damn story. A tractor trailer full of ramen noodles crashed into a lake, and they started like making themselves, you know, like expanding because I guess they're just dehydrated or whatever. I don't even have a joke for that. Ramen's ready, everybody. Ramen, ramen's ready. Come to Arkansas. <laughs> They've got a whole lake. <laughs> God, a whole lake full of ramen noodles, Gregor. My God, that is in like your that's in like your neighborhood, right? Isn't aren't you close by? Um, where? Arkansas. Like, isn't that like just a state over from you? I'm really bad at geography. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm bad at no, geography. Yeah, it's only half the country away. Okay. So <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Anyway, but uh, I'm driving there now for the free noodles. Go, go for the free noodles. <laughs> Get a whole lake full. Oh dear God! Uh, the city of Dubai in the United Arab Emirates is now home to the world's deepest swimming pool. Big country, so deep, in fact, that it actually understands the plot of Donnie Darko. Uh, that's uh, that's a pretty deep swimming pool. Uh, MTV announced. Arian, MTV announced that it has revived the hit real estate TV series Cribs. This is the story of the year, and that year is 2002. The show gives an inside look at various celebrities and their lifestyles, Gregor, uh, including a full tour of their home and is set to return on August 11th. I, I think it's, it's probably unnecessary. If, if Listen, if normal people like me like wanted to, to check out a house I can't afford, I could just look at any current real estate listing in the country. Any one of them. It'd be fine. I don't have to... Don't have to watch Gregor's house on cribs. What what episode? What date is your episode airing, Gregor? <laughs> what? <laughs> he says. Even though it's called cribs, uh, it has absolutely nothing to do with infants. For those of you who don't remember the 2002 show, so if you want to tune into something involving babies, your best bet is still any cable news network. <laughs> uh, that was. That's funny. I wrote oh, that. You were gonna say, okay. <laughs> you were yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, you want something involving babies? Hold on, I got more punchlines. You want something involving babies? Uh, your best bet is to tune into Galaxy Chat on a Morning Monday. Ha! 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 Uh, if you want to tune into something involving babies, just monitor your admiral's inbox on well any day. Ha! 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 Uh, you got any more, Gregor? <laughs> we good. Oh. Okay, we're good. Uh, AJ McLean. Anybody know AJ? AJ McLean. He's from the Backstreet Boys, Gregor. And he says Britney Spears' conservatorship is insane and completely brutal, which is exactly how most people have described Backstreet Boys albums. Uh, in other words, AJ wants the judge to quit playing games. Ah. 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 Oh, man. Man, I'm on a roll tonight. Uh, University of California, Davis. <laughs> I'm going to make someone mad with this one. University of California, Davis has suspended their entire baseball team, Gregor. The whole team. They're all done. They're suspended. Now, with absolutely zero players on the field, they're almost as easy to beat as the Arizona Diamondbacks. Ha! <laughs> 
Is that one? That one's closer to your home, right? That's much closer. Much, much closer. <laughs> That's too close. There you go. Took close to home, buddy. Uh, Kraft. Kraft is in the news. Teaming up with a Brooklyn ice cream maker, Big Country, to make Kraft macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream. Big, big Country, I thought of you when I read this story. Kraft oh. macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream. Is that something that you would... Would you, would you do that? No. Really? I don't think so. No, I don't. No, no. I'm kind of surprised. Kraft macaroni and cheese. Like, I'm actually. I like. I like <laughs> vanilla. I'm a vanilla guy. Okay. Racist. No, it's usually on top of like brownies <laughs> with like <laughs> magic stuff and joke. then whipped cream and like some cherries and nuts. There you go. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Good. Uh, listen. Kraft is, is all on board for it, man. Kraft macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream. The motto is so your body won't know whether it's suffering from heart disease or diabetes. <laughs> and, yeah. That one was weak. Thank you. Uh, a former British soap actress, a former British soap actress, says celebrities in the UK are using, oh, God, woke Coke, Gregor. Woke Coke. It's a type of cocaine that's marketed it's marketed. All right, this is the news story. I can't make this stuff up, okay? A type of cocaine that's marketed as sustainably sourced and environmentally friendly. Woke Coke is what they're called. They're, yes, they say, Chuck Segrath, they say that they're marketing it. All right? I don't, I don't know how you, I don't think they know how Coke is made. <laughs> environmentally friendly. In other words, they're calling it snow for snowflakes. Ha! <laughs> I'm kidding. That was a terribly insensitive joke. I apologize. I do have... <laughs> I know. It's awful. So bad. Um, all right. I got one last one, Ripper. One last one. It's time for your talking track. DA of the day. A Louisiana man has admitted to stealing and pawning a $4,500 ring owned by his girlfriend, Gregor, and then using the proceeds from that ring for a down payment on an engagement ring for the same woman. Yes. His name is Justin Pope. He's 29 years old, and he was arrested this past week for the theft of a ring that belonged to his girlfriend. Uh, he stole the ring and then took it to a pawn shop 25 miles away, took the money, $4,499, and then bought an engagement ring. He later realized his mistake. And decided to go back after it, only to learn that the ring had been, quote-unquote, melted for scrap, big country. The court filing lists separate addresses for Pope and his girlfriend, so seems like they're no longer a couple. I'm going <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna to guess she didn't, she didn't think it was quite so sweet. Nothing says true love like stealing $4,500 from your girlfriend. Huh. And big, they say love don't cost a thing. Really? Love don't cost a thing. I didn't need that there. Thank you. That was just a J-Lo reference. Uh, good evening. Welcome in. There's your, your talking track DA of the day. Thank you, Lost and Found. He actually has the news article right there. Oh, my God. It's great. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the show. I'd like to welcome my esteemed panel of guests. You heard his voice. That's a level 50 bro voice, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, from the West Coast in the good old U.S. of A. Ladies and gentlemen, put your claws together for level 50 bro, Gregor. Gregor, Gregor welcome to the show, buddy. Thanks, man. How's it going? 
Good, man. Good to have you here on a Sunday evening. It's it's actually been a little bit since we've had you on the show. I'm glad to have you tonight because uh, I want to spring some officer testing on you, all right? Because I believe that you probably have this officer, and I would like to do some deep dive and some hypotheticals with you here tonight. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, your your number one, all right? That is uh, Commander William Tiberius Riker. It's, it's not Tiberius, right? It's Thomas. William Thomas, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, not Tiberius. It's James Tiberius. <laughs> Mixed up. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, another level 50 bro and uh, broadcasting live from his local Taco Bell drive through Ladies and gentlemen, Big Country is here. Good evening to you, Big Country. Welcome to the show. Thank you, man. You doing all right tonight? We've uh, we've been busy. Uh, I do well every night. We've been busy in AC over the last few days. Been very, very busy uh, with oh. the events that have been going on. We're going to talk a little bit about those coming up here in just a moment. Also, uh, good evening to everybody's latest hero. By the way, I just want to point this out, and I want to say congratulations and and congratulations to the community uh, for for standing up. All right, I have. Um, I have done a live stream and I've done one podcast completely dedicated to uh, our friend Criminal Ripper, all right? Uh, and, and when I say dedicated to, I mean that we have uh, basically been talking about his new project, stfc.space. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm here and pleased to announce to you that it's up and running. He's already making improvements. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Criminal Ripper is on the stage. I, I um, Listen, if, if it's okay with you, I'm going to, just for today, I'm going to change your theme music, okay? Oh. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, there's been suggestions that we might change your theme music to this permanently. I don't think that we can, just because the whole, like, the, the music problems. I think we can do it. Yeah, it's smooth criminal. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, it's smooth criminal. No, we've uh, we've been working on this. We've been raising money for the stfc.space project. Uh, see, I can't do that all the time. You know, licensing and all that stuff. But here, we'll we'll give you your normal your normal thing, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, criminal Ripper has launched stfc.space. Rip, would you like to give us a quick update? I know that you have been working. As a matter of fact, there's already in your Discord. Uh, there's already. What was I looking at here? Uh, updates. You're you're already supplying patch notes, right? Where? Oh, yes. Oh, the roadmap. Here it is. The roadmap channel is already like got like seven issues in it. Tell us where you are with stfc.space. What you've been working on over the last four days, and what's new that players can find on the brand new community resource stfc.space. Your one-stop shop for all things data in Star Trek Fleet Command. Community Ripper, criminal <laughs> Ripper. What do you got? <laughs> yeah, well, quite early on, the first thing I added was uh, stats for defense platforms and uh, the correct power increase. And I'm currently working on um, tier range selection for ships, so you can view like how many, how much a specific tier range costs, including going from one to max, of course. Oh, like the Just like the total the total cost thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Here yeah, yeah. total cost thing. Also making some design improvements because uh, turns out some things I don't like, even though I built them, but turns out, meh. What? Big country? 
What are you, what are you doing? Uh, I dropped the iPad. <laughs> it's like, hang on, I just dro greasy chicken on I those dropped fingers. my microphone. Hang on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we are all kinds I made a, of I made a feature request on Rippers. Ooh, app. I would like to I hear. I haven't seen it implemented yet. I'd like to hear your feature request, Gregor. Uh, it's uh, for banners. I'd like to see some advertising in the page. <laughs> Ripper, how are we going? Uh, how's your sales team coming together? Have you hired uh, Have you hired any sales executives yet to start selling space? No. no? There won't be ads. No. What? No ads? No. You've got to put ads on there. No. Yeah. It could be for Star Trek Fleet Command. That's right. Get Scopely to pay. That You know what? That's how we get them, Ripper. That's how we get Scopely to support the project. We just offer him, like, you know, a banner. <laughs> Selling ad space to Scopely. <laughs> That's right. They're advertising everywhere else. That's what we'll do. All right. Uh, what else is on your list, Rip? Well, a lot of improvements, bug fixes, you know, things break on certain devices, obviously, because browser versions and stuff. Mm -hmm. Also, hostile information, missions, and, and some redesigns oh. of things that turned out to be not great for user experience. Um Okay. And one big thing that's coming soon-ish will be events. Events. I'm so excited about this one. Talk to us just, just for a second, because uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, events. Tell us what you mean. You, you've teased this a couple of times. What are we talking about when you say events? Are, are you actually building in the actual events with, like, the brackets? and, and what, yes. what are you... What? Yes. Every event that is in the game that you can see or has seen since I started collecting them, including all brackets, all rewards, all scoring information, all milestones. Thanks a lot, Ripper. How am I going to misremember numbers now? <laughs> <laughs> so you can go back to the, say like, That's I right. Know, you know what you're doing. Is... And, and, and look at how much a particular event paid out and so... what the milestone was. And, what the segmenting was. You can also see like how mu how much you get and particular level in the in the battle pass and stuff. All that will be on the website. So wait, you're gonna track rewards and everything? Yes. Oh my god. So wait, you mean Gregor can't come back in here three months ago and talk about how an event got nerfed even though yeah. it didn't? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> That's amazing. That's actually really, really good. There's a lot of benefits. How many times how many times people have you guys asked about um have you guys asked about what the brackets are? So you're saying, like, is this this will be real time, obviously? So, right or or not? How's this going to work? Let's say an event starts tomorrow at event reset. When can I get my first look at who I'm competing against, like the brackets and the milestones and stuff? Ideally, about five to ten minutes after event reset. Is that something manual you have to do, or or is it going to be an automated process? That would be automated. I mean, like, what? What if you're? What if you're at the massage parlor or something? We'll, we'll be there. It'll be there. So even if you're, even if you're getting like your mani pedi, then it's yes. gonna, it's gonna launch live. Okay, very good. Um, so that is STFC space. I'm super excited about it. Captain Planet says he's gonna try to be a buzzkill. Who would be on the website? What? A lot of people. As a matter of fact, in the first twelve hours that the website went live. 4.2 million requests were served <laughs> were served uh, by the by the server. All that banner. It was actually that was actually way too much. I made mistakes. I improved it. So, you know, 
Well, that's good. That's good. So you, you've improved the efficiency of the server so you can pay yeah. Amazon Web Services left. Uh, that's, that's great. I'm actually really, really glad to, uh, to hear that. Um, let me ask you real quick. Now that the website has been up for, oh my gosh, has it only been up for four days? Yeah, I guess it was. It was Wednesday, right? So. Yeah. Uh, yeah Wednesday. G- give us give us some goodies. All right. What, how many stats? How many requests? Like, there's got to be something you can tell us about the scope of this thing over the last four days. Uh, not really. No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. I've we don't I've know. Been, I've been changing a lot of things on the back end that made some stats go nuts. That's good. Big country. Big country has a very good point. He says, listen, this is actually really, really good. Sometimes the game is so laggy that the info could be on Ripper's site before it's actually published into the game. Let me ask you, Ripper, have you actually gotten an asset specifically for the event called retrieving? That's what that's the one that I really want to know about. If there is an event that launches in game called retrieving, are you going to actually hold on? Hold on, you don't know what I'm going to ask. If if our game displays retrieving, are is your site going to be able to tell us what the event actually is? Usually, yes. You guys, this is actually somewhat significant, okay? Because retrieving, that's right, retrieving sometimes happens, and when it does happen, it actually sticks around for a little while. All right, so how many times... Steven's Aaron, how many times have we come into the Discord, whether it be here, whether it be on official, whether it be on any Discord, and we've said, what's the stinking event? Because we don't know what the event is, right? How do I score? How do I score? What's the event? What do we do? (laughs) What's the points? Now, now, stfc.space is actually going to have the information on retrieving faster than your client will. (laughs) Actually, awesome. I'm super excited about that because that, that it's amazing that it's coming, but you know it will take a bit of time. This okay. Well, hey, it's then. coming, and and it's something. First of all, I know folks uh, that this is actually something that Ripper's been super excited about. Even with the Elcars database, he wanted to build in this event functionality, and it never really presented itself uh, with a way to to really do that. So. We are uh, relatively excited about being able to get that in. So pretty, pretty super duper pumped about that. And, uh, and that'll be available sometimes, maybe even faster than what you can see in game. It's uh, super cool. And, you know, again, somebody said for strategy planning, this or that, you can see your brackets right up front. You can know who you're competing against before you dive right in. How many times, Stevens Aaron, have we seen, well, you know, this bracket and, and I started and I spent, you know, a million points or whatever. And then all of a sudden a level 50 comes in and scores. Well, now you're actually going to be able to see you know what the brackets are so you can determine whether or not you got a flight uh, fighting chance hey ripper is this gonna is this going to include the daily mini events or just yes. like the wh- really every event every everything all of it every event that runs in the game every event that runs in the game bag and fun fact daily goals are also events fyi Da- daily goals. Oh, your dailies, like the actual dailies. Yeah. Those are events too. So we'll be yeah. able to we'll be able to see that. Yes. What the milestones are. It, okay, so let me ask you: If I'm an Ops 41, and I log in, and I want to see the dailies. So wait, this is like a two for one special here, Ripper. Right? If I want to look at dailies at the next Ops level, 
I can go to the daily mini events and I can just click on another ops, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. So this, folks, is actually going to also be able to help you determine what your dailies are or what the dailies will be if you move up or this or that. Kind of cool. I like it. I like it. Battle Droid says, how are you able to fully track that? We are evil geniuses. Listen, listen to the music. All right? He's a sneaky, sneaky guy. Look at his name. He's a criminal. He's a criminal. And look at his look at his last name. It's Ripper. He rips data away from companies. Just says, I want it. Rips it away. I'm kidding. I mean, kind of. Actually, I'm not kidding at all. That's hey, exactly what he does. Hey, what's up, Greg? <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm lying. How is the, uh, mm. How's the uh, area where you're at right now, Ripper? I saw all the news stories. It's fine. I'm I'm further north. You know what? I I uh, we'll take this opportunity very quickly to to do some philanthropy. Okay, very very quick, um, folks. I know that there has been. It's it feels like the EU is in turmoil right now. You've got flooding in in several countries. You've also. I don't want to get this wrong. Isn't there something like really crazy and violent happening in Germany right now? Like, is, is it actually... No. No. Okay, I might be wrong. I thought that I there was... I think that's South Africa. It's South Africa. There's like a res- revolution kind of thing, like a civil yeah. war happening. I, I'll tell you this. I have not been able to keep up with what is going on in the world. There's a lot of, there's a lot of dangerous things happening in the world right now. I know that there were some EU players, uh, and Scopely made an announcement the other day to... Uh, grant these players a shield because there's it's just there's weird there's some real tragedies happening in different parts of the world right now so south africa has a lot of violence and a lot of bloodshed and a lot of fighting and a lot of war going on there then over in germany and parts of europe you've got like insane flooding right isn't the the flooding like of historical proportion yeah yeah i mean it's just absolutely crazy uh with the weather yeah divine saying weather in Austria, Czech, Czechia. See, I'm really bad. I'm sorry. No offense. Also in Tennessee. Netherlands and, and Belgium. And, uh, Turkey, Belgium, Netherlands. That's right, guys. I only keep up with the news if it's stupid. Like, I, I, can't, I can't make myself sad with, with the actual real news. So uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. If you're, if you're a spiritual guy or gal, uh, just take a second and, and keep those players uh, in, in your minds. I know that I have actually communicated with one or two players directly affected by the flooding in Germany. Um, it's a heartbreaking thing. It's a, it's a terrible, terrible thing. So just kind of kind of keep that in mind uh, as you are as you are playing your video games and hanging out, grilling on the on the grill and hanging out on your back porch and swimming in the pool. Not everybody quite has it uh, has we like we do. And, I, and I'm not saying that to, to guilt anybody or make anybody feel bad about their about anything. Just just keep in mind that there are people who could use your positive thinking and uh, some people in parts of the world that are that are suffering major tragedy right now. So just to kind of keep them in your in your thoughts and prayers there. I, um, you know, I, I want to do this. Uh, let me talk a little bit about money. I, I, I have I have always felt uncomfortable kind of doing this. And I know we did it for Ripper's project, which was completely fine. I, I don't like coming to the community and, and talking about money and asking for money and things like that. But um, I do want to say this community great job all right you guys raised and I deposited into Ripper's bank account today four hundred and five dollars we did that on two episodes four hundred and five dollars thank you 
And Ripper, you said you said on the last show that you expected that uh, that the the server cost would probably be between one and three. You've also done some efficiency things, so we expect that that four hundred dollars is probably going to fund your site for approximately two months ish, give or take. Um, and so I want to thank everybody for that four hundred and five dollars American zapped right on over via paypal uh real quick as we wrap up on stfc.space if you guys are interested they have now set up a patreon they've got a paypal link and uh there are some other ways to donate there built inside ripper's corner discord if you guys would like to contribute to the project and keep that on okay appreciate that 405 dollars ripper uh sent over to you in just two episodes here of talking trek thank you to the community um, one other thing that I wanted to get to you really quickly, and, and I don't, I'm not, I'm not asking for, for anything here. Okay. And I, I, I like I said, I just want to kind of get through this section. You guys remember when we did our episode with my niece, Halen, uh, Halen is uh, a little girl who was diagnosed with, uh, type one diabetes when she was three years old. Uh, if you guys have missed that episode, there's a real good tearjerker episode uh, way back when. I don't remember. It's probably been, what, Gregor? Eight, nine months ago. It was last summer, right? It was like, so more than that. It's probably about a year ago now because I think it was like either last June or July. Um, we did an episode to raise money for my niece to get a diabetes alert dog, uh, a service animal, like a bona fide, real certified service animal that she can take to school, that she can take to church. I mean, literally, there's nowhere legally that she can go that this dog cannot accompany her uh and this dog will keep her alive you know when she's got a, when she's got an issue when she's got uh, a problem with her sugar it's going to sleep with her it's going to go to school with her i mean it, it's everything okay this dog is now her her personal monitor if you will we uh we did the episode we raised the money and uh we told you guys that we made the payment and now it was just a, a timing thing we were just waiting the phone call came about two or three weeks ago. That's right. Oh, my gosh. There it is, Stevens, Aaron. Thank you. The phone call came just a couple of weeks ago. That uh, And I, I am so happy about this. By the way, you guys know that I've been watching Loki. You guys know that, that I've even been – some of the Server 15 guys even know that I've been playing – uh, with my names in in game <laughs> around around different things that have been happening in that Marvel or in that Disney Plus series Loki, uh, so we got the call that Sylvie was ready to be picked up. Uh, first of all, I love the name Big Country Sylvie. I mean, how awesome, right? How awesome. Uh, for those of you who haven't caught the reference, go watch Loki on Disney+. Plus. Her name is Sylvie, and her picture has been posted uh, by Steven Zaren. Steven Zaren, go ahead and throw that in the graphics room if you don't care. Uh, Pumped for a Puppy is so close to reaching its end goal. Uh, Sylvie is ready to be picked up, and the dates have been booked. July 25th through August 3rd, my sister-in-law and her family will be traveling to Indianapolis, to get their training and pick up Sylvie and bring her home. Um, we have raised all the money. The money is great, okay? Thank you guys so much. We're not looking for any more cash. At the time that we did this episode, at the time we did the and, and this is my fault. This is my fault. I, I feel so terrible about this. There were a few players who offered to donate Marriott points, all right? And, and I, like a fool, did not write this down. So 
I, I am just reaching out to whomever it was who offered Marriott hotel points, Bonvoy points. Please, I hope that you still listen to the show. Uh, we are looking for, if, if possible, if we can get it together, we are looking for 108,000 Bonvoy points. Um, and we have already received a donation, I think, of approximately 20,000. So we're still looking for about 80 or 85,000 uh, Bonvoy points. If you guys, if, if somebody listening to this was one of the ones who had originally offered to, to donate some, some Bonvoy points or airline miles or whatever, however that, that works, I don't even know how that works. But if you are, please reach out to me. And again, I'm sorry I didn't write it down. I should have. But uh, whoever that was, please uh, get up with me as they leave for their trip uh, this coming weekend. As a matter of fact, they're leaving this coming weekend to go for 10 days. And then my niece has her dog. So uh, they're staying at a Marriott in Indianapolis and uh, was really uh, uh, looking forward to trying to find those points so we can get that hotel room taken care of. And uh, again, Talking Trek community, you guys are great. Thank you. So very, very much. I promised at that time that we would do a follow-up, and we will, in fact, be interviewing here over the next probably two weeks. We are going to go, and we're going to talk at uh, we're going to go talk to Halen and talk to her about her dog, so you guys can hear uh, her joy and talk to her a little bit about her dog as we wrap up this year-long, almost two-year-long saga with Pumped for a Puppy. And I want to thank you guys so very very much it uh it touches my soul how good you guys have been to my family so thank you so very very much ladies and gentlemen we've got a few things to get into as far as uh the game goes i know we spent the first uh 15 minutes uh, 20 minutes not doing anything but um just filling you in on stuff and money and fundraising but you guys are so awesome you guys are such an active group of players and i just want to thank you guys so very very much ladies and gentlemen Riker week wraps up uh, I guess technically, technically today, uh, Riker Week. Riker Week is done, big country. Let's talk a little bit about Riker Week and if <clears throat> it actually ended up being a little bit better than we thought. Uh, Gregor, we talked to, uh, we, we didn't get a chance to talk to you on the last show. Uh, Greg or uh, Big Country described it as Riker Week, uh, W-E-A-K. I also agreed i think that the first part of the week was very very rough uh however as we as we kind of wrapped up as we head into these last couple of days with the armada hunt and the solo milestone and the slb uh ramped up uh riker coins and then what we had today of course with the auction and and a couple of other things i kind of feel like big I, i feel like it might have finished on on a little bit of an uptick i mean it certainly wasn't anything to to knock your brains out i don't think but at the same time we have to keep in mind one thing and this was one thing that i had mentioned a lot in discord and and i want to shout out a couple of players who kind of put it in perspective for me big last month we had picard that gave 100 that required 180 shards all right this month we do in fact have an appropriately priced epic at 100 shards but the power of this officer, 1,000%, comes in the unlock. All right. Uh, Big, have you obtained Commander William Riker yet? Yeah. You got him. Gregor, do well, you have William Riker yet? He's in your. We got him. All right. The power of this officer, 1,000%, lies in the unlock. Okay. So let me, let me put this in perspective. <clears throat> 
All right, we talked on the show, and I actually went back to listen, Big Country, to make sure that I didn't quote anything incorrectly. On Monday, we got a gift chest with 7,500. There was one shard. We also got an event Monday that was also worth 7,500. That was two shards on day one. But then, crazy, on day two, we really got nothing. On day three, uh, we had the wrap-up to the rescue the crew, which gave a couple of shards. All right, but that was a leaderboard. All right, so I believe what we had determined was coming into Thursday, there was a total of four shards total available, and we didn't even count the leaderboard. All right, because some players were going to do better, but not not everybody. Okay, so there were four shards generally available. Then we had the Armada hunt, um, which, if I'm not mistaken, the solo milestone gave enough. For I think that combined with an alliance uh, leaderboard gave enough, or an alliance milestone gave enough for like another one or two shards, depending on where you depending on where you place. So we went through the entire week, and most players, most players ended up with five to six shards absolutely free. Okay, now people were complaining about this week, and and it took me a minute because I was even amongst the group big. But it took me a second, and I went back, and I'm like, well, hey, wait, wait a second, guys. Let's hang on a second. In Picard week, we only got seven shards. Seven. You remember, Big? Like, uh-huh. it wasn't that much more. It wasn't, like, crazy. It wasn't like we got 30 Picard shards in Picard week. All right? That's right. Bubba Joe says we got eight because there was one comp chest, I think, in there somewhere. But that was comp. I don't know if you can technically count it, but there was a comp in there. But... But seven is what was scheduled. All right, seven was what was scheduled. In, a, in an officer that required 180. All right, now this week we got four to five. All right, DJ Gurr says four. All right, some people, some people got five for free. And then depending on how you did in the leaderboards, all right, I think the Rescue the Crew leaderboard, like first place, got like 10 shards. And then second place got eight, third place got six, and those brackets were somewhat tight. All right? So there were some shards available this week. And, and for even the free-to-play who got four, let's say you got four. You got four as compared to seven for Picard Week for an officer that requires 100 to unlock instead of 180. All right? Comparatively, proportionately, it was actually pretty daggone good. I, I, like I said, it did start slow. It did start slow. I didn't mean tight. I mean tightly bracketed, Fankman. All right. Now, if you're, if you're in the 40-plus, it was still 40 to 41, 42 to 45, and then 46 to 50 was kind of wide open. But even the brackets up through 42 were pretty daggone tight. So the, uh, the overall... The overall sentiment on, on Riker Week, I think, started out poorly big, but I actually feel like they did turn it around. I feel satisfied. I don't know about you. No. Really? No. Okay. Explain. No, I, I think that – I think, once again, they are uh, not – the brackets are too wide. It shouldn't be three brackets. There's not enough players getting enough shards. What are you talking and, about? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what are you talking about? Three brackets. Well, you know, just like when you're looking at the um, the recruit will the the recruit will Riker event right now. You said it was 
three brackets between the 40 and the and the 50s, right? Oh, I don't know what the auction is. Yeah, I, I, was, think, talking, uh, I was talking I about the PVP like event. Three brackets in there. And then I think there's three brackets between the four, like 40 to 40. Oh, hang on, Ripper uh, can tell us. Uh, Ripper, you still awake? I am awake. One. All right, what's the um, the Riker auction right now? Recruit Will Riker. It's currently running. Uh, what are the what are the brackets post forty? Mm, give me one minute. Uh, you know, but and here at the end of the day, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter how many or what the bands are. That the bands are not broken down enough. They're not. Um, they they need to be. They need to be to, to me. They're not giving out enough shards. I, I don't understand this. You know the slow trickle of shards out into the out into the community when there's so many officers. And and listen, and I'll say this, and you know people will agree and people will disagree. I have Riker and I've run him on a lot of armadas, and he's good. I'm not saying that he's not good, but he is not him and Beverly are not better than five and six. If you're going to run armadas, especially the deep space armadas, you want the mitigation and you want the penetration. Five and six work a lot better than what Riker and Beverly are going to do. Plus, you get the bonus payout in the loop. So to me, you know, it's like, hey, we're, we're holding on to this, we're holding on to this, and we're not you know, flooding them out to the market the way that they should. And to me, there's no real benefit of not flooding it out to the market because it's not like they work better or they're a great prize compared to what's already out there. So, you know, when when they continue to do this and people get frustrated that they're not getting shards and there's not a lot of shards, I think it kind of unplay, it kind of upsets it makes like uh, uh, unhappy customers is what I'll say. Mm. So that they they need to open the brackets up, be giving out more shards, you know, amongst all the bands, you know. And and listen, I'm the, I'm only gonna say this because I'm gonna I can speak from experience with this. Okay, when I look at my bracket, it's forty six through a fifty is what my bracket is, and. If I say to you, and I'm not whining, but if I say to you, I cannot compete in this uh, in this bracket. I can't compete in this bracket. And the reason because as a 50, as a 50, all of my buildings that I upgrade require no mats. So I'm not spending any G3. I'm not spending any G4. Half of the buildings, or all the buildings, like half the stuff that I can upgrade I can't get any points on as opposed to a 49 or a 48 or a 47 or a 46 where they earn points on all that. So I see that in my bracket. And I'm sure if it's like that in my bracket, it's probably like that in so many other brackets too, not just mine. So the, the, the way it should be fair is that everybody should be in their own bracket from at least from 40 up. 40s by themselves, 41s by themselves, 42s by themselves, all the way up, because that makes it fair. And the way they're bracketing right now, where first gets 100 and second gets 85 and three gets 70, it should stay the exact same, but it should be for all of those brackets. So you're li you're literally, and, and 
I, I I know your point. Bubba has been saying the same right. thing, especially for for level fifty players. Okay, so I I get that. It's, I hear you, but you're literally talking about seven or eight times as many shards. You think you think that they should be punching out eight hundred percent just in the forty plus range is what you're saying. Uh, they should. No, it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's. Uh, what, what would be uh, well? There's only three. three there's only three brackets, and you're suggesting ten. I'm suggesting ten, so I guess it would be so seven hundred seven hundred percent more. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. Yes, man. let's I, do it. Yeah, let's do it. Make well, it happen. I, let's do it. Okay. All right, so, Scopely, you, you, you hear it? They should be giving out to me like that. I don't. I feel like there should be more shards. You know what I mean? Mm. Listen, I'm just talking about this event. Well, let me, let me give you, let me tell you my story. All right. Cause I just, real quick, like some of these payouts, like the Armada events, like you do it and it's for three days. And these are Armada. Some of them are like, you know, they're pricey to run. You know what I mean? And and the reward is, you know, three shards or reward is five shards like that. Like that, 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 that to me is like, not, that's not. All right, so I I hear everything you're saying, respectfully, all right? But I'm going to come back, and I'm going to ask you the same question I just asked you a minute ago. Do you have Riker? I do, Okay, so so the level level 50 auction didn't didn't hold you back from getting something you wanted. The the rest of the events sourced enough shards for you to supplement. Let me tell you my story, all right? I got the $100 battle pass, so I started with 25 Riker shards, all right? I got 10th place in the first auction. I will not place in this auction, and I unlocked Riker today. All right? I placed 10th place in one auction. I used the solo milestone you know, for both auctions, and I had 25 shards that I paid for, and I unlocked Riker today. So I got to be honest with you. I'm not... I'm not feeling pinched by sourcing. Now, I agreed with everybody who said, listen, sourcing during the arc is not the problem that we're seeing here over the next two to three months. We're, we're wanting to talk about sourcing after the arc. Okay? I agree with that. That continues to be something that we're, that we're pushing on. All right? Is sourcing after the arc. I can kind of be honest with you. I think sourcing during the arc has, this month... I. I I kind of feel like it's probably better than it's ever been. Guys, I literally participated in one auction and got 10th place. And I unlocked Riker today. So, you know, forgive me for for not beating Scopely up when when I got 100 shards, well, I got 75 from events. I mean, goodness. You know, I don't. I don't know. I kind of. I kind of feel a little bit weird about that. All right, Spannon says, "Don't count the auction." Spannon, listen. I got ten. Ten shards. Ten what, from being in tenth place opposed, of the auction. So let's come back and talk about this. You know, next week after the arc is over, I say we go through think, and we get a count of how many people in the alliance unlocked him, and and I would think that it's probably less than ten. Oh, I disagree. I disagree. And you think it'll be more than that? I, I think it's going to be more than Picard. You guys remember when I told you last month right. 
that that over it ended up being like sixteen or seventeen hundred players. Now, grant again, percentage wise, you guys are griping about that, but I go back and say volume wise, it was still the most ever. Okay, and and this is even more. Okay, <laughs> this is even more. Captain Planet says ten people in my alliance have him already. Okay, now granted, not everybody's going to do well. And by the way. In, uh, like I said, in the first auction, I got 10 shards there. But I also picked up, I think, I want to say either 16 or 18 shards in the Rescue the Crew, which was the PvP leaderboard because I dominated that. All right. I did very, very good. Um, so I picked up 16 extra shards there. Uh, right, Rude Dude, but we've had the event twice. All right. 10, uh, 10 shards was in first place. I got first place in one, and then I think third place in the second one. Plus, there's been milestones. There's been Riker Week currency. Um, I got, um, I don't remember how many I got out of the Riker Week store. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not doing something right. Rude Dude says there's been, well, let's look at Rude Dude here. He says there's been 68 possible shards outside of auctions. You know what? I'm going to go with that. All right. Because I picked up. 10 in an auction and then paid for 25 i did in fact pay for 25 so there was 35 and i got my riker unlocked today and by the way so yeah you know what i probably did almost exactly that rude dude because i've got i think one to spare or maybe two to spare because i didn't finish first place in the rescue the crew on the second go so right now i have riker unlocked with one spare shard one spare shard. I've got one out of 100. So, I mean, I did exactly what Rude Dude just said. All right? And and I haven't had a chance to go through and do enough testing on it yet, Big, and we'll talk a little bit about that a, a little bit later. It sounds like we've got a conversation about sourcing. I, I don't know. I I, yeah. I was coming in here to be pretty to be pretty proud of the of the sourcing that they've done during the arc. Now, again, outside the arc for sure, but during the arc, I, I don't have a complaint. Again, I bought 25, but I mean, goodness, kind of surprised, <laughs> kind of surprised at, at some of the people that are that are expressing frustration here. I mean, I get the level 50 thing. Bubba has talked about it and Big has talked about it. You don't have anything to spend mats on, but it doesn't seem that it stopped you. I mean, how well, did you, you do? How did, you just don't have buildings. You have ships and research. I was going to say, Big, how did you get yours? If you couldn't if you couldn't spend materials, how'd you get it? Uh, I had to get nine deal packs. Yikes. That sucks. So, and, and now once again, but now future events, like the research, my research is almost done. So, you know, uh, you know, obviously I'll be able to make do, I'll have to, you know, build ships and then, you know, scrap them and do stuff like that. But I'm just saying like, you know, it's kind of uh, where I can see it being not fair, you know, firsthand, you know, and like I said, I, I'm not complaining about it. I, you know, I'm I'm pointing it out because I, I know that if it's for me, I'm sure it's the same thing with the 39 and a 40 or a 44 and a 45 or a 37 and a 36. It's probably very similar stuff going on, you know, there too. So that that's what I'm that that's what I'm saying. You know, and and listen, the reason why I am so adamant about they need to give out more shards and have more people because after the arc's over, there's been, there's the, the outsourcing for the officers is, you know, you know, turn way down. 
I don't you know, disagree so with you, but isn't isn't that the like, primary issue instead of actually? I'm like, I gotta unlock him now, or like I never get to unlock him. Well, yeah, but I that's that's the separate issue. I I agree. Yeah, it's a separate issue. It is, you know, and maybe that's. But I'm just saying, maybe that's why I'm so adamant about now about they need to give out more shards now. You know, I got a and question that's part for of my friend. feeling. Go yeah. ahead, Gregor. So, you just think there was a typo oh, no. in his stats? Do I? Because they are outrageous at tier one. Let me look at his stats. I've got him here. You think there's a typo in his stats on what? In uh, on that, and that they're way high for, especially his attack for tier one. Let me take a quick peek, because uh, I just uh, I've got to repair a ship. All right, hang on. So you're saying uh, tier one stats, and I actually haven't even leveled him yet. He's still at level one. Uh, oof! Good God, seven hundred and sixty-eight. Of course, that's on a ship. He could he he could possibly out attack Connell. All right, let's take a look. Let's check out STFC dot space. That is, Everybody, that is identical. This is this is identical to Gorkon. Identical to Gorkon. So uh, you're looking. Oh my God, day mode. Okay, switched it. Whoo! All right, uh, let's take a look at William T. Riker, and let's take a look at his stats. Um, Gregor, his base stat is 192 at level 1 as compared to 48 defense and health. Um, at level 30, and let's just do it as a point of comparison. At level 30, he is 2,019 attack points. Uh, let's take a look at Khan. And Khan at level 30 is 2,272. So he's slightly worse than Khan, but yeah, holy cow. All right, it's gonna be he's gonna be stupid on attack. At level thirty, Khan is twenty nineteen. I'm sorry, uh, Riker is twenty nineteen and Khan is twenty two seventy two. So uh, checking Gorkon as Ripper uh, says that he is equal to, and he is he is identical all the way, level one through thirty. He is identical to Gorkon in his stats, and Gorkon's Gorkon's he's great. So, he's so much higher than the other. Uh... What did you uh, say? (laughs) Stop it. All right, let's take a look. Uh, At level one, his attack is 192. Let's take a Jean-Luc Picard. Jean-Luc Picard. Uh, Yeah, defense is his highest, but only at 132. The distribution is just different. Yeah, uh, well, now you take a look at uh, Jordy there, Gregor. Uh, Jordy's defense is 192. And he also caps out at defense 2019. So really, Jordy is exactly the same, uh, exactly the same as far as his oomph, just in a different category. He's he's in defense instead of attack. Yeah, Riker is going to be dope uh, in attack. Jordy is going to be dope in defense. Uh, by the way, I don't think you had that same comment about Data, but guess what? Data's stats are exactly the same, and he is. So that's weird. He's the same on attack. I have Jordy at tier two, and his power is only 2463, but Riker at tier one is 5,184. Well, I don't know how how that plays into the game. What, are they they level one and level 10, or or how does that work? I don't know. Mine, Mine is showing only 2284 is what mine is showing. But now you've got you've got stat you've got research too I'm sure but yeah mine, mine's showing 2284 of course it's only level one um, and I haven't even taken it to five yet which is silly but but nonetheless he is he's great on attack 
Data is great on attack. Jordy is great on defense. Uh, who else do we have? Wesley Crusher. Let's check out Wesley Crusher. Wesley Crusher sucks in all three categories. Uh, let's look at Beverly. <laughs> terrible. Beverly, see, she's split. Defense and health are equal. I know, Bubba. He says he doesn't. Mm. Uh, Beverly Crusher is split identical. Defense and health all the way up. So even when she's maxed, you're going to be at 731 for defense and health and only 293 in attack. So they don't have a health officer yet. <laughs> they don't have a health officer yet. Yeah, it doesn't exist oh yet. Boy. Oh, boy. Uh, I think it's clear to determine what could be coming next. Okay? I don't know who it's going to be, but mathematically, it's got to be health. And it's got to be Romulan, right, Gregor? I mean, we've all the all the signs have been pointed. All right, we've got anti-Fed, we've got anti-Kling. Well, now we're going to need an anti-Rom, and we've got attack, attack, defense. Well, we're going to need a health officer. All right, so uh, I think we can very easily determine the characteristics of one of the next epics, whoever it's going to be. Okay, it's going to be. An anti-Romulan, hostile in Armada, and it's going to be statistically an officer that focuses on health. All right, so... <clears throat> Troy played the Romulan. Troy, that's right. She did indeed. All right, so... Uh, I remember the Tal Shai. Yeah. That's right. <clears throat> All right, so, uh, so there you go. Now, I, I don't mean to sidestep the issue of sourcing. I agree with Big on one thing, and, and Big and I have always agreed on one point and we've always disagreed on another <laughs> all right and i'm going to summarize this for you very quickly and we're and we're going to move on i agree with big a hundred percent that there is an ongoing sourcing problem in this game hell even scopely agrees that there is an ongoing sourcing problem in this game all right i had a great meeting it was short but i had a great meeting friday night with some people higher than I have really ever gotten to talk to. It was a fantastic meeting, Big. Um, I got 20 minutes, and I got to talk to them about some of my, my biggest concerns in the game for general gameplay. As a matter of fact, I remember telling you guys that I was prepping for this meeting. Remember, we were talking about general game improvements, like the simple stuff that we could do to improve general gameplay. Gregor, you asked me to inquire about about timers, uh, and instead of doing 22-hour refreshes, just reset all bundles in the game on a timer, or on the daily reset, not a timer. Okay, you asked me about that, took it up. All right, we talked about officer sourcing, took it up. We talked about cosmic cleanup, took it up. Talked about the alliance store, took it up. Talked about uh, alliance credits and rewards, took it up. Talked about taking age-old events like Faction Hunt and Swarm Sunday, and even the one that we got today. What was that, a hostile hunt? Did you guys notice that the hostile hunt did not have armadas higher than level 39 in it? That was today. Today, we got an event that is two years old that has not been scaled for the times. Okay? We took those up. Talked about getting them to be fixed or at least scaled to today's economic level. Big country, you talk about Mining Monday, that it pays out week. It pays out, what, 300 alliance credits? All right, but that event is two years old. We talk about an event that, that's three days long. 
All right, we talk about Cal, we talk about Apex. These events are great, were even greater, but now they're, they're a year old. It's time. All right, you've got two stores in the game that have literally don't ever get used. Cosmic Cleanup and the Alliance Store. 20 minutes. I had to jam all this stuff in, Gregor, but we got it all in. And you know what Scopely's response was? This is a freaking fantastic list. I, I, nice. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know why some of this stuff hasn't happened. All right. Maybe, maybe just projects, you know, they've got other stuff going on, but I, I begged them exactly what I told you guys. I begged them to take like five hours a month and, and just pick one item off the list. Take four or five items a month. Or, I'm sorry. Take four or five hours a month. Pick one item off the list and do it. It would be, it would be slow. And, but I'm okay with that because they've got projects going on. I don't want to take anybody away from, from stuff that they're trying to roll out. But you know what? A couple hours a month I think is, is good and important to do what we just called housekeeping. You know, just cleaning up, just tidying up. And listen, my wife, my wife made me a great dinner tonight, Gregor. I got home from work. There was a baked salmon, a Parmesan-crusted salmon filet with fresh white rice and, and this kind of like a, a, a ranch-flavored air-fried Brussels sprout, okay? Now, I'm not a huge fan of Brussels sprouts. I ain't gonna lie. But whatever my wife did to this, all right, whatever she did to it was like the best freaking Brussels sprout ever in my life, okay? No lie, all right? So a great homemade dinner. She had some fresh lemonade with some tequila in it, <laughs> Ready to go. I walked in the door. Dinner's on the table. Now, that's fantastic. But if the table, all right, was covered in 30 days worth of slop and trash and leftover food and, and spaghetti sauce from Oliver and ketchup, dried ketchup and mustard on the table. And maybe, maybe the dogs that got up there and was licking around a little bit. Maybe there's some mold from a piece of cheese that was still stuck to the table from six weeks ago. All right. That dinner could have been flipping amazing. But if I sat down at a dinner table that hasn't been cleaned in two years, well, we got a problem, right? That's it. That's what we got to do. That's what we got to work. We got to clean the kitchen table. All right. Now, Gregory, like I was saying, the, the meeting went well. It was really short. I had like 20 minutes. We got all these ideas out. And, and I even said, listen, if you got more time, you got questions later, come back to me. I just want to throw out some bullet points. Throw out some bullet points so that we can start. Just pick one. And, and by the way, this was great. Gregor, they even asked me, they're like, listen, if you had to pick one, if you picked one, if you were ranking these, what's your number one that you want worked on? I'm not going to tell you what it was because people will probably get real mad at me. But I, I did pick one. I'll tell you because you know what? I answer to you guys. All right? You're right, Dirty Bird Bill. The one that I chose as a priority was Faction Hunt. Faction Hunt in milestones, Faction Hunt in scoring mechanics, Faction Hunt in time grind. Okay? And by the way, the senior most individual, the senior most individual who was on that call with me said, oh my God, yeah, it's a grindy, grindy grind. Yeah, well, let's fix it. Let's fix it. All right. It doesn't need to be the like, you know what, Captain Planet got it. It doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be the 
pitch uh, pitchfork sorry it doesn't need to be the milestones if the scoring metrics scaled properly gregor you talk about it all the time what is the most points that you can get off a single hostel like 14 or 15 yeah uh i think it's yeah, 13 that sounds about right 13 it might be 13 i think it might be 13 it might be 13 i, th- I think i get either 13 or 14 off a of salt trader so and how many points do you have to get gregor i think it's like 1600 uh, it's like 1300 or something. Okay, 1370. 1370. No, can't be that. I've got to get 1440. You sure? Oh, wait, no. You know what? Hang on. It was 14 in the, the in last. And this month. Yeah, it was 1400 yeah. in this month. Uh, that's right. Okay, so Jay That Bird, was 1670. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they made the bonus points for having the right the bonus those points. Stats. Yeah. So let, let's say let's say that it's normally roughly 1350. Okay, so basically, hey, no big deal, Gregor. Gregor, just go kill 100 heavies per faction, and you'll be fine. <laughs> God, whale problems, right? Am I right, people? Yeah. A 100 capital city traders. And by the way, you ain't getting 100 lights, <laughs> okay? Go, Gregor, just go grind out 100 heavies and quit your whining. All right, this is what we're talking about. This is what we're talking about. Get this, get this problem fixed. You know what? Let's, let's scale up. Those points, Gregor, what would you think? Those points probably need to be tripled, if not quadrupled, right? You should be able to kill what you're capable of killing at a rate of 15 maybe 20 hostels, and that event should be done. Agreed? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And also, they, like, they need to scale up to the if, – if there's level 51s in the game, you should get scaled points up to level 51. Like, it doesn't have to arbitrarily cut off at 45 or something. I don't get that. I agreed. Well, you know, even today, we got this this uh, this hostile hunt today. What, what was it called? I don't even remember what it was called. Hostile hunt. Hostile hunt, which, which is weird because, and I, I noticed this, so this one's been worked on, Gregor, because it, it went all the way up to level 50 hostiles. But the Armadas <laughs> stopped at level 39. The Armadas stopped at level 39. So this event has clearly been around for a minute. It's been around for at least over a year. Matter of fact, I, th- I think I remember this. This event has been, this event's been around for a minute. So this is what I'm talking about. Just simple housekeeping. Now, I want to come back. Obviously, I, I said after I gave my whole list and they told me to pick one, the reason I didn't pick officer sourcing is because it's already being worked on. And, yes, I did follow up on this. And, and of course, it's, it's the same update that we've had, that they are working on a method of sourcing. They're working on some project for sourcing. And I don't know what that is. I don't have an ETA, and I don't know what what their plans are. But they know. They know. I mean, that was the first thing they said. You know, we know that we've got a sourcing problem. It's not just officers. It's not just officers. It's skins. It's projectiles, if you're into that. All right? It's, it's everything. Everything that has – it's prime particles. Okay? And listen, I think they did a great thing with Meridian. By the way, Sorry. Not sorry. I praise them on Meridian. I said, I, I, you know, from a design perspective, Big, this ship was elegant. I mean, really, this ship and this mechanic of the Meridian, whether you want to love it or not, 
This literally serves every player in the game. Agree to disagree if, if you don't agree. <laughs> All right. This mechanic serves everybody in the game. Shout out to Jaws, Boko, and the Smileys, who all three, <laughs> all three caught me for about 50, 60, 80,000 isogen today. All right. Each one of them caught me for, I think, uh, Bill, didn't you even get me once? I'm pretty sure, Bill, you even got me once or twice. All right. Yeah, maybe, he says. Listen, I got smacked two or three times today, and I lost probably 200,000 cargo today. But you know what? I still brought home over a million. <laughs> okay? I still brought home over a million. So what is this ship doing? A, I'm bringing it home. All right? B, Bill didn't have to mine because he hates mining. He didn't have to mine. He picked up 100,000 off of me. All right? So everybody's getting their isogen. By the way, if you're not in territory, you're getting your particles now. I mean, it's just, it's just all around good. And I said, listen, with the particles and the iso resin and the iso emulsion, even the skin, you know, this, this was, I don't know, I don't want to sound shilly big, but this to me feels about as well designed, maybe more so than the Franklin A. Because I know, Big, you had some early problems with the Frank A. You did too, Gregor. I feel like this ship might even be more solid than the Frank A. There's so much in the game that needs Isogen. There's so much in the game that needs <laughs> the Meridian. I feel like... Yeah. Oh, God, I feel like this was this was a solid, solid addition for 100% Best of the... ship in the fleet. What? <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Uh, Bubba Joe says, you're proving my point. Meridian was not built for miners. Oh, see, I was – Bubba, come up here to the stage. I was reading your comment thinking that, like, you were going with me, that this was good for all players in the galaxy. And I read on your comment. Let me read your comment. And, oh, here he is. I want <laughs> – Bubba, you go ahead and read your comment. It'll be better coming from you. All right. Read exactly what you typed, please. Where you at? Oh, no. Do we not have him? Bubba, Bubba, you're muted. I'm here. Oh, there I'm you here. are. All right. Bubba okay, Joe. So let, me go, let me go find it. <laughs> All right. So everything you've been saying is just proving my point, that the Meridian was not built for miners. It was built for griefers. And now there are even more. they are even more prevalent than they were before. It is such a bad ship for server environments. All right. Bubba, love you to death. I let me ask you. Now, griefer is not the word that I would use, all right? Griefing to me, to me, a griefer is somebody who pays no consideration to the rules, that just wants to be a bully, that just blows people up for blowing people up, all right? With this ship, like, first, I don't know that griefers even have time to be griefers because you're over cargo in three minutes, right? But is it, is it fair to call these players, these, these hunters, is it fair to call pirates griefers? If they're coming and taking cargo off people, is that is that fair? Okay, so it's probably not fair. Uh, it's it's a simpler term than uh, OP hunter, um, but you're right. They're hunting for over overprotected cargo, but because there is such a prevalence of overprotected cargo, entire alliances of pirates, which some servers have, mm -hmm. are just constantly in territory space because there's so much overprotected cargo now that they can go hit. And the, that's 
That's the gigantic flaw. This ship was not built for people who want to mine isogen. It was built for people who want to attack ships that are mining isogen. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to use it after these speed isogen mining events are done. I'm just not. Because I want to be able to return home with my cargo. Mm -hmm. And because there is going to be constantly somebody in system hunting for miners, I'm going to have to go with a ship that's actually going to get my cargo home. I don't disagree if if I'm not in the game. But you know what? Today, for example, today I, I'm sitting in my office because it's a Sunday, right? And, and my bosses like to make us work on Sundays. So I'm sitting at the office for like two hours today, not doing anything. So what did I do today? Today I set out the ISO Meridian. Today I used like seven cells worth of Borg cells. I, I did all like the stuff that I don't really like doing in the game, right? Because I had time. I was just sitting there doing nothing. So I did all my Borg probes. I went up and did my Swarm Sunday and I'm mining isogen and so forth. If I'm in the game, I, I don't mind to use it, you know, because first of all, I don't think... Bill, let me just guess, all right? Because Bill hit me once today with only like 9,000 cargo. And I kind of thought, really, Bill? I mean, really, I did. I thought, really, Bill? 9,000. 9,000. Because if you had waited a little bit longer, you'd probably get a lot more. You know, Bill, I've been leaving it out there. I've been leaving it out there until it's like 70, 80, 90,000. So really, you hit me for nine? Really? But you're right. 9K is 9K. But you know what? Bill didn't cycle back around to me for a couple of hours. Now, maybe maybe he was busy with something else. Maybe he left the game. I don't know. Do, do you, Bubba, do you really feel like you've got constant hunting on your server like constant we we have an entire alliance that is the pirate alliance and their whole purpose in life is to hunt overprotected cargo like that's their entire thing <laughs> now this is specific a specific problem with my with my server right so mm -hmm. that if you are on a server where isogen mining is um uh is is protected or otherwise limited to where there's not a lot of rating, then I agree. This miner is absolutely fantastic. You're going to be so flush with isogen. You're going to mine once a week, get it all, and you're going to have refines for the next two weeks. Like, There's a lot of things to like about the speed of it if you can protect your cargo. And it's active mining, which, if you recall, the last time they tried to roll out active mining was for data, and they almost immediately had to repeal it and replace some of the mines with slower, large mines because everyone hated the active mining. Right. And so they're trying it again, and it's still just as bad as it was before. And it doesn't address any of the problems that people currently have with miners. Like, if this, if this, if this miner could be an isogen miner and had a 20 million full cargo, even if it had the low protected, at least you could say, I'm going to have my Meridian and I'm going to level it up so that I can go actually and go hit bases with it. With it yeah, it's 20 million. It. Like, right? And, but they, they addressed exactly zero of the problems that players have with miners with this, which is why the design of this thing, and, and we'll obviously get to this later, is, is very close to, if not an F for me, because they just missed the mark on so many things the players want when it comes to miners. You know, Bubba, I love your perspective. You you look at things so differently mechanically than I do because I I just I mean, of course, I'm a little bit rosier anyway. You 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 tend to you tend to be the yin to my yang, sir. Um I I do look at things a little bit more positively. I'm looking at 
players, for example, not in territory. I think this whole ship, you know, maybe maybe they didn't intend to to address players' issues with minors. I, I kind of almost feel like maybe they didn't. M- to me, the entire intent of this ship was for players not in territory. Like to me, that is the biggest component here of all. All right, the obtaining of particles, the ability to mine tier one, the ability uh, tier one, which pays the most emulsion, which is going to get them started in their research. You know, like I, I guess, and and then you know, for those players who want to mine tier one outside of territories, that's fine. But then, like you say, there is players. There, there is players. Listen to my grammar. There are players who do want to play in the fashion of stealing cargo, and there is a ton of cargo. But I, I would be willing to bet statistically, even on your server, and I'll see if I can get this, Bubba. I don't know if they'll give it to me or not. But I would like to make a wager that even on your server, there is more isogen coming home than is being stolen. And I bet, Ripper, do you think that there's a way to actually figure that out? Is there a way to scopely possess the tech to simply determine if more isogen is being mined and brought home or, or being stolen? I would hope so, but, you know, might require manual queries. I'm, on the I'm with Bubba, though. I agree, like, I'm not going to use this out of speed mining events that count isogen. You're just going to set out your slow miners overnight and let them fill up. And even if somebody hits you, take home 100 or 150K versus the 30K, which for sure you're going to get hit on the meridian with. Well, <clears throat> I, I said on the last show, I don't disagree that this should be your only isogen miner. As a matter of fact, I used my cavort today on isogen. So I, I don't, you know, I'm not claiming that the meridian is the end all be all for isogen. I do still see plenty of scenarios in which it can be used. But if you're in-game, if you're online, I, I don't see why you wouldn't use it. You know, uh, if you paid for the ship, which clearly, Bubba, you did, you know, once I get my free one, I'll level it up too because then I'm, I'm – I mean, if I'm watching anyway, I might as well put two of them side by side and watch them, and, and then I'm going to get double. You know what I'm saying? And, and what's it costing me? It's actually costing me very little. It's a very cheap ship to upgrade. And uh, aside from the Latinum, maybe, for the, for the XP, but even the components and, and the Uncommon, it's a very cheap ship. So would it make you feel better if you were mining $2 million an hour instead of $1 million, maybe? I don't know. Do you feel like you could find purpose in the ship if you, if you had two of them sitting on nodes right next to each other? Well, so, I, I mean, to be fair and just upfront with everyone, I do have two of them that are both at Tier 9, and I will get a third one from the Battle Pass when it comes around, and I've already got the warp components to do it so that I can compete when these isogen mining events come up because I think they're going to continue to come up. I think that's necessary, right? The people that have these are going to have multiples, and to get the points, you have to be mining with that. Yeah. The other ships can't keep up. Outside of the isogen mining events, I I have no because int- I want my cargo to come home and I can't stay in game like like uh, uh, Gregor said, you know, overnight 
um, while I'm at work. I mean, I have lots of opportunities where I would rather have a miner who's doing something in game where I don't have to pay attention to it. Yes, it's going to take longer, but I'm not using the game anyway. I can tie up those docks with all the miners I want because I have to be working. I'm on calls for work or I'm doing, you know, whatever it is that I'm doing or sleeping, then I'm, you know, Again, if I'm actively in game, I want to be actively in game doing something, and mining is not the thing I actively want to be doing. There you go. And and I, I think it's a very valid point. Big, I'm going to come back to you. On the last show, you said that this ship provided what to players? No, I put it up here, and there were a lot of people that tagged underneath it. Listen, it's just options. It just gives players options. If you're somebody that wants to watch it and be in game and and do that, you have that option and it lets you mine faster, you know. And if you're somebody who loads protected cargo and puts puts it on a cavort and mines overnight, you got that option too. So I think it's just it just gives players options. Okay. Cool. So, uh, DJ, can I make one more point? Absolutely. You brought up always, Bubba. So, uh, you you talked about how the ship introduced the particles for people who are not in territory, mm-hmm. and I think that that's an it, it's it's very important to have allowed people. We've been in territory now for seven months, eight months, and yep. it's important for people that are not in territory for whatever reason to be able to have access to particles. I am a hundred percent in favor of that. There was no reason that had to be tied to a ship. There's zero reason it had to be tied to a ship. It could have been tied to a nine-level research that you unlock the the refinery from the first research, and as you tear it up, it's just like tearing up the ship. There's no reason they had to introduce a ship to do that. You know, I'm sure that there were other ways that they could have done it, to be honest with you. I, I, I acknowledge that there were other ways they could have done it. I got to be honest with you, though, and, and this is what I was saying to Big the other day, and, and I guess it was an easier, it was an easier position to have because Big kind of agreed with me. I feel like, I feel like the entire design of the meridian and the particles and the mining speed and and all this, I feel like it was it was really elegant. I feel like it all tied together really well, especially with the players that it hit. You know, you're you're you you might be in that third group of players, Bubba, that that maybe I didn't account for at the beginning. You might be in the third group of players. You know, there is players that want to speed mine it. There are players that that want to hunt it. And then there are players who want to do it like they've been doing it, you know, uh, passive mining. And, and, and I mean, I guess for all intents and purposes, you can still do that, you know? So I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like with the cargo, the, the cargo capacity, and, and I said this on the official Discord the other day, sure, I would take more protected cargo. I'm not saying I don't want it. I'll gladly take more protected cargo. But I understand why it is the way that they did, because now it, it does this ship, whether you own it or not, is good for players who own it or not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look at Bill. Bill, just out of curiosity, did you buy the ship or are you waiting on yours from the battle pass? I, I kind of hope that you're waiting. Oh, you did buy it. OK, you did. You did buy it. it, it OK, just out of curiosity, Bill. And, and if you can come to the stage, let's got a quick question. If you bought it. Why are you hunting it? Maybe you're one of the players Bubba's talking about and you just like hunting. All right, maybe. And that's okay if it is. But why Why are you not mining it? Why are you still hunting? Dark Menace says because he can. Well, that's true. OP is OP. I can see that too. 
All right. Joker says, guys, why are we having this conversation? Is it not the exact same as the DeVore on Latinum Day? Well, yeah, that's mining so freaking fast. How long does it take you to go over cargo in a DeVore? Although, arguably, in a DeVore, you can protect the entire Never. Thing. I was going to say, you can protect if you did it right. <laughs> you can protect it all. I don't know. I don't know. Um, good, good conversation. I appreciate it, guys. And the Meridian getting not so much love from us, from a handful of players and other players finding it really, really good. And I think that, uh, that's interesting. And we'll always find that in this game is that there's going to be stuff that is for some groups of players and some strategies of players and others are, are not going to work out as much for everybody. Uh, Bubba, thank you so very, very much for your time. We're going to take a very quick break, everybody. When we come back, we've got a couple other things to talk about, including uh, I I meant to get on this a little bit earlier, Big, and we started talking about sourcing. I want to come back to uh, Riker uh, in Armadas. Now, you had made a claim, and I haven't had a chance to to flush it out yet. You said that five and six are still better, Um and I want to get geeky with you. And Ripper, I know it's getting really late. Gosh, why are you still awake? I know you're on vacation. You're on vacation for like the rest of the month, right? You got like the next yeah. thir- 13 days off. Is that why you're still awake at like 3 o'clock in the morning? Well, no. no. I was watching I was watching uh, War, uh, Race to World First on, on Twitch. That's the only thing World of Warcraft that I actually kind of enjoy. Ah. Nice. Okay. Well, I just um, wanted, if you want to go to sleep, that's cool. I do have some math for you. If you want to do some math here in a minute. No, I don't know. Sleep schedule is a bit weird. So it's like <laughs> yeah, vacation. For a couple of hours and then woke up at 2 a.m. I don't know. What happened. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll come back. Let's get Ripper to do some quick analysis for us, Big. And I want to take a look at Riker in Armadas. We want to take a look at this 5-6 combo as compared to Riker-Bev. And let's talk a little bit about, <laughs> Divine says, it's sleep time if it's math time. I'm not necessarily wanting to get into the super-duper math, but there are some trends. And I kind of am curious if it's even possible for us to find a break-even point, because it may not be possible. We're going to talk about it coming up right after the break. Uh, everybody, hang on just one second, okay? My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return in a moment. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from the Mighty Dorks, the hockey team that loses every game but does great on calculus exams. Welcome back to Slow News at 11. Are trees racist? One blogger is wondering exactly that after a black hat was stuck up a red maple for nearly three hours before the fire department arrived. Rich Richardson is standing by at the scene. No, Bob, trees can't be racist. This blogger needs to turn over a new leaf if you will. (laughs) I will. Okay, let's head to Pam Powers, who is standing by to tell us what J-Lo's lunch order reveals about her split from Alex Rodriguez. It tells us absolutely nothing, Bob. All we know is J-Lo is with Ben Affleck now, and A-Rod is free to do some goodwill hunting of his own. Okay, well, thanks for that food for thought. And now Stuart Storms has the slow news five-day forecast. Yeah, we got showers all over Instagram on Monday where multiple celebrities will be posting pictures of their baby showers. We've got some breaking news. Apparently, one of the Kardashians has broken up with a boyfriend, and we'll have the coverage next on Slow News at 11. Your home for stories that truly take your time. Yeah, 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 yeah
get a little VI, keep it down on the low key. She know how it is. I saw the shorty, she was checking up for me. From the game, she was spinning in my ear. You would think that she knew me. Decided to cheat. Conversation got heavy. She had me feeling like she's ready to blow. Welcome back, everybody. Everybody, welcome into the show. Zoomer says, "If your head is not moving back and forth, are you uh, are you really actually listening to it?" I don't know. I'd kind of I kind of agree with you there, Zoomer. I was kind of digging. I saw that on my list earlier. I'm like, "Ooh, yeah, yeah, that'll be a good one." Uh, sure. Welcome into the show, everybody. Uh, good evening to your mics are potted back up. Big Country, Gregor, and Criminal Ripper. It's time for a super nerdy segment. Um, super nerdy segment saying, uh, and, and we're going to call this one, it'll, it'll be a one time, and we're going to call it, Who is Your Number One? <laughs> you get it? You get it? Come on. Like, that was, come on, big. Ain't nobody got time for that. Who's your number one? I got time. I got all the time. Let's talk about Commander William Riker. All right. Um, big, you said at the beginning that in Deep Space Armadas, that the mitigation from five and six was still paramount. So you continue to maintain that the absolute best crew in the game continues to be five, six, and con. Is that correct? And I'll be honest, like, I, well, five, six. I think five and six. I think that, you know, if you use con, that's great. Some people want to use Lorca. Mm-hmm. You know, th- that's, that's great. You know, even Gorka. You know, but, I, you know, five and six to me is your base, and I think that that's where you're going to get the best results um, in the long run. Okay. I like it. I like it very much. Um, You also, and and there's one reason that I might agree with you, and it's just, of course, that we got some loot bonus from 5 of 10 there, right? We got, got, what, 60%? 60%, We got the loot bonus coming from 5 of 10. Gregor, you've got Riker. You've been running him. Tell me how you've been using... Riker so far what kind of crew you've been oh. setting up with Riker uh Riker Bev and five on pretty much everything Riker Bev and five so we're still getting the benefit from five but you're giving up a slot right you're giving up a, a performance slot whether it be Lorca whether it be Khan you're giving up a performance slot there by running because five is not doing anything except for paying you right yeah so far no issues though Okay, so this is and, – and you're running – what armadas are you able to, to hit with your team at this point? Oh, we're doing, you know, early deep space stuff and and uh, mud mod- – or outlaw mottos or whatever we're calling them and regular ones. And it's uh, – so far, no issues. Like I said, it's worked out well. Are you running Riker for exchange armadas, the mud mottos? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. I actually hadn't thought about that one yet, Big. We still like, we seem to have always liked Kirk, Spock, Khan in the Mud Mottas. 
maybe some testing deserved out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we're taking out the Lindstrom ones, and he's doing fine. Here's what Riker's doing. Here's what Riker's doing, and, and this is significant. All right, now, uh, you know what? Uh, BH is writing uh, that they've posted proof of 5-6 superiority. And what am I looking at? What's the proof? Because I don't see anything. I don't see anything in a battle log. Oh wait, hang on. Uh, five six superiority. So I'm still not a thousand percent sure what I'm looking at here. Oh, you're looking at, at the amount of penetration. Is that what you're talking about? Now, Foyer just threw a seven point four million critical. A seven point four million critical. I presumably they're using con. 7.4, of which they only mitigated 1.7 million. Let me do some quick math here. 92746. That's a heck of a shot, by the way. 7.4 million. Is that normal, Gregor? <laughs> on a on a on an ISS jellyfish, to throw a 7.4 million no. shot? No. That seems. No, I'd be curious what round that was, and but that's a Riker buildup. I'm assuming Braveheart. No, didn't use didn't crit. use Riker. No, uh, four, four year, yeah. That's a five, a five, six con. But yeah, I've never seen a jelly throw seven point four million. Well, what did Braveheart have? Because he he had ten million on his jelly. Braveheart was running Riker. Now you know what? Here, hold on. But you know what? Here's a good here's a good thing. And this is why Ripper, I'd like I'd like some analytics because I don't even know how to set this formula up. Now what uh, BH is talking about, and I can see it is the I can see it now. What uh, they're talking about is the amount of penetration. Okay, so for example, Braveheart hit three okay, million yeah. more. He hit three yeah. million more, but yes. that Armada mitigated sixty-five percent of his shot. So only three point seven million went to the hull, as compared to Foyer's shot, which was seven point four million, three million less. But because of six, it mitigated twenty-four percent. So 5.6 went to Hall. Now, that actually, you know what, BH? I'm going to say that you're a nerd after my own heart. Because, you know, Big, what did I write in AC about three hours ago? No, and that's what I just sent you an example <laughs> of, of the same, kind of something similar. Oh, did of you why see? I think five and six is better. Okay. Uh, I- uh, similar with, and this is with people with the same two level 50s with the exact very very similar power ships yeah can you can you throw that in the chat let's talk about it steven's Aaron, grab all this please grab all this okay now and i said this all right and now uh bh i'd like to talk to you in in a second uh big the two screenshots you're getting ready to throw up what were the crews you said one was using Riker, one was using five six right yeah well um no he he did not um. No. Yeah. Sorry. Wil- Wilhelm had had Riker. Yeah. Okay. So. So I'm sorry. I'm like. This is I'm what I said in, in I'm AC. I'm like in the wrong screen. That's all right. <laughs> this is what I said in AC about about three hours ago, and I, I'm going to see if I can even find it. It's probably long gone. We've been running a bunch of armadas. Um, I even said that everything that you've been saying, you know, if you don't go with the loot, and then I tried Riker, Beverly, Khan, and I looked. And I was getting some crits, but again, for the same reason that BH is talking, I wasn't getting the penetration. Means the Armada was mitigating a lot. 
Now, by the way, my Beverly did great. My Beverly did fantastic, okay? I did not take a ton of damage, all right? I actually took very, very little damage. But here's what I wrote. You know what? I'm going to try Riker Beverly 6. Riker Beverly 6 is what I tried. And I got the best of both worlds. Now, Swagger, you're absolutely right. Riker Beverly 6 ain't paying me anything extra, which is important today. So, this is fascinating to me, Big. I'm thinking if I wanted to form one super crew, all right, a super crew, I think it would probably have to be Riker Beverly 6. But we talked about this in the very, very beginning, Big, we talked about what is TNG crew going to be. And I think we all kind of agreed in the beginning that this was going to be a secondary crew, right? I think that's kind of what we had had estimated early was that this was going to be a, a secondary crew, all right? Now, Gregor, do you feel that you have made this your primary crew? Your Riker, what are you using? Riker Bev 5? Five? Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I made it my primary crew, but right now it is. I've just been trying different armadas with it. I see Pro Feather talking about Riker 6 and 5. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, the only thing that concerns me about that, Pro Feather, is, is you got no defense at all. None at all. You got no mitigation. You've got no, uh, no, uh, well, hang on, let me think. Yeah, you don't have, you don't have any mitigation. Mitigation is important. If you go back to the YouTube stream that we launched when Dark Space Armada's just launched, the, the mitigation is key. I agree with Big Country. Mitigation is a thousand percent important. Super important. All right. Now, Foe says, I've tried Riker Beverly 6. And there's not enough mitigation to last enough rounds to kill through the Armada. Uh, I am throwing 10 million criticals, and I can't last long enough. Foe, that surprises me. Where is your Beverly? I imagine your Beverly is probably Tier 2 or Tier 3, right? Uh, Foe, come in voice if you can, because I know, I know you're, you're a voice player. Um, you are using – so you've got a Tier 3 Beverly – what are you th- what are you stacking on the bottom? Are you stacking attack for six or are you stacking defense for Beverly? Or are you kind of doing a both? Because I'm what's I'm, I'm at five, I'm on my enterprise A. I'm five hundred percent across the board. So I'm fully stacked on the bottom. Well, I don't mean for ship bonuses, but I'm talking like for for the officer, because Beverly needs defense stats. Six of ten needs attack stats. Are you giving Beverly enough to work with, you think? Yeah, it's all it's all maxed on my lower deck. Oh, okay. I got what you're saying. Yeah. So how many defense stat points? If you look at your crew assignment, what are you running with? Oh, I have to I don't remember. I have to I have to reconfigure that crew. I don't remember now. I haven't I haven't even tried it anymore because I tried it I tried it. With that crew, and then I went back to six con and um, and uh, five, and no problem. And you know these are you know forty eight, forty six Armadas, and I was getting killed using Riker and Beverly. Ripper, <clears throat> mathematically speaking, 
Now, where does Beverly or can Beverly, can Beverly get as good as 5 of 10 with a single side of Synergy? 5 of 10 at 600% versus Beverly. Is there is there a point where Beverly gets better? You guys are hilarious. Uh, for those of you listening in podcast right now, apparently there's a drinking game. No. There's a drinking game going on in the chat right now. For every time I say the word penetration, some of the people in the chat are taking shots. <laughs> wow. So, how mature. I know, right? <laughs> That's freaking great, actually, though. So I'm going to start using it a lot more now. All right. um, As Ripper starts slurring his words. I know. (laughs) Ripper, you're playing the game. All right. Let's take a look. I don't drink. That's right. That's right. We know this. Hey, DJ, too, I'm saying saying the difference difference is so vast. I mean, I hardly any damage to the Armada, and we're dead. And I switched the crew around to the old school crew, if you will, and no problem. That surprises me, actually. And these are on bigger. These are on bigger Amadas too. Mm-hmm. On lower Amadas, you know, no, no problem. But you know, who wants to do the lower ones when you can do higher ones with with your go-to crew? No, right, yeah, and, and plus you're getting the loot. You know, I mean, obviously that's what it's about: maximizing the payout from the directives. So we've always talked about right. that. I, I, all right, I'm looking at Beverly because what you're saying just doesn't click in my head. Uh, hang on, I'm going to go to. Let me move this screen. Why? Why does it not, DJ? Because okay. one has a higher number. Right, the six hundred percent, right? Can, yeah, it's higher, so Beverly it's can't, Beverly can't get there? No. Not yet. Beverly's officer, so yeah, she only gets the three hundred and fifty percent. That's okay. Well no, that's not gonna happen. But but now isn't there a point of max mitigation? You can't go higher than seventy one percent. Of course there's a point, sure. All right. So maybe, Foe, what you're saying is that the penetration stats, <laughs> the penetration stats of those big armadas are just so overwhelming that you're not getting max mitigation. Right? Right. Right. You know, Big, that is consistent because we, we've looked at, we even saw, remember when we did the 41s and the 43s on camera and we looked at their um attack stats say no shot yet no shot for you guys we looked at the attack stats remember when we were talking about how they were definitely scaling up and they had they had um properties about them that made them feel like interceptors or made them feel like battleships because remember one particular category would (coughs) would be stacked up and if you're looking at a 41 or a 43 perhaps those statistics are still low enough to allow Beverly Crusher to get you to 71.2%. Just out of curiosity, I don't know if you can do this or not. Can you disco, if you're willing, to a system where we can get a glimpse at a 48? All right. And when you do that, uh, scan it and click on that little I button. And scroll down to their attack stats so I can see the three forms of attack. And, and I would be really, really curious to see that. And I want to compare it to, say, like a 43. What you, what you actually mean, DJ, is the piercing stats. The piercing stats. The penetration. Piercing. Penetration. Two shots. Um, real quick. Ripper. And okay. heck, this data may already be here. Do we have 
this data in stfc.space? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. It's, it's on my list. It's, it's on my list. No, I'm working no, on it. No rush. No rush. I know that, that some of that stuff um, some of that stuff is, is in our data. That way we wouldn't have to do it. I have it, but, you know, it's not displayed yet. So. No problem. No problem at all. So mathematically speaking, Beverly Crusher can't get there. So what we're saying, foe, is that as we go up in level, the mitigation from 5 of 10 continues to be of paramount importance. And and big, that actually kind of makes me feel better. That kind of makes me feel better because we estimated that. when You remember, we went on the air, what, in day two or three of Dark Space Armadas? And we said on that show, on that YouTube stream, we said it looks like mitigation is the key to these things. You remember? We made that hypothesis day one. We said it, it feels like mitigation is the absolute must-have, and now we can see mathematically possible, uh, or mathematically, thanks to Ripper, we can see mathematically that Beverly cannot equal 5 of 10 with single side of synergy. So as we go higher with these armadas, as we go higher with these armadas, then Foe is, is proving in practicality that 5 of 6 continues to remain superior. Uh, BH, you had mentioned that as well. Two shots for you. All right. Two sh- <laughs> you guys are funny. Two shots for you because the, the, the mitigation stats on 5 of 10. Yeah, listen, think about this. Mitigation with, with 5 of 10 on a hostile that you hit down here. It can easily be 71.2%, right? Easily. Because the piercing, <laughs> faked you, the piercing stats of the hostile that you're hitting are small enough that 5 of 10 can overcome it and get you to your max cap at 71.2. But as that hostile goes higher, you know what? Let's take a quick peek at Quirky Zombies' website. I've got to find that. I thought I had that bookmarked. Where's Quirky Zombies' website? Stevens Aaron, shoot me a link real quick. Ah, thank you, foe. Let's take a look. Um, scroll down. Scroll down, foe, just like another screen. You see where it says Armor Pierce? I need that plus the two or three categories under uh, the two or three columns right underneath it, two or three rows. So just like scroll to where it says Attack is like at the top of your window, and I'll have everything I need right there. Thank you, Stevens Aaron. I'm going to bookmark that. All right, Quirky Zombies website, if you guys are going to thank you. All right. DPR 15 million, which is a lot. But we're looking at armor piercing of 838,000, shield piercing 978, and accuracy of 733. So if shield piercing is the primary attack stat of this particular armada, what does it behave like, big country? If shield piercing is its heaviest stat, it's acting like a battleship. It's acting like a battleship. So let's set this thing to battleship. Let's throw these stats in. 838,000. Go ahead, Rip. Acting like a battleship, yeah, sort of. But there's also more to it than just the pure stats to what a battleship actually is. But, oh, well. Agreed. Agreed. Um, 78 and 733. Okay. So the defender, let's say he went with 
his Enterprise A, which is an Explorer. And, uh, foe, just for giggles, can you give me your defensive stats for shield, dodge, and armor? Just for I can't. I'm not, I'm not in a place right now where I can, I can do it. Okay. Let's pretend that I am using my ship. Let's use my ship. All right, which is going to be laughable with these stats, but I'm going to prove a point. So, I've got my jellyfish loaded. And I'm going to take a look at my stats here very quickly. So, my stats are as follows. I've got, here's my defense. So, oof, that thing's going to make quick work of me, big country. I got 3,300 armor, 397 shield deflection, and 13,000 dodge. Now, ladies and gents, I'm going to throw this screenshot up, and we're going to start to nickel and dime this thing. All right, here is Quirky Zombie's mitigation calculator for me. Now, if I'm going and attacking that armada, I'm going to die very quickly. Okay, because my mitigation, and by, by the way, I set the armada up as the attacker and me as the defender, my mitigation as my ship sits is only going to mitigate 21.2% based on those stats because I am mincemeat, all right? I'm too, I'm too little to hit that armada. But nonetheless, 21.23%. Now, if I'm going to take 5 of 10, if I'm going to take 5 of 10, and she is giving me 600% of health. All right. Let's go to the ship that I would normally be running her on. And my health stats can be 37,000. 37,000. And if I'm not mistaken, Ripper, the way that she works is I take the 37,000. I multiply that. I multiply that by six. 100%, and I take that number and I add it to each of my three defensive categories. Correct. All right. Yep. So let's take the 37,000. I'm going to multiply it by six. That's going to add 222,000 to each category. So I'm going to add three. That's 225, 222,000, add it to 397,008. Whoops, typo. Ripper's going to beat me to this. What? No, I'm not I'm not doing it. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and 13,000, 235,000. Now, <laughs> because I have no business hitting this armada foe. Oh, sorry, I just, I just looked at your thing. What? Looked at my thing. Yeah. There you go. Because, oh, yeah. because I have absolutely no business hitting this armada. <laughs> it's getting late. Ripper, stop looking at my thing. Um, <laughs> this is so many, right. so many Snickers happening right now. What's happening? All right. So you can see that 5 of 10 is only making my mitigation go up by 5%. But now, listen, this is only because I have no business hitting that armada. Right, foe? I mean, it's a 48 rare. I'm going to die. I mean, 5% extra death. mitigation at that low mitigation number is still like almost 20, 20% less damage, right? It is 20% less damage. Almost. Now, Close. let's uh, just for kicks and giggles, I'm going to take the Beverly that we've got right now, 
Beverly, let's pre- let's pretend that the stats are even the same, 37,000. But Beverly is only going to be able to increase my mitigation by 150% of the defense. Yeah, you know what? I'm surprised at myself. It would require it would require defensive stat points of like two and a half times that of health. And, foe, that's just not the case for you, right? If you've got the defensive points, then you've got the health points, right? I guess the only scenario where where Beverly could be better is if you just had crappy health officers, yeah? I guess. Right, right, right. Yeah. So if you've got all your officers maxed, then you're going to have just as much health as you're going to have defense. And, yes, so you know what? Here might be my argument, folks. is that the TNG crew may, in fact, not necessarily be for the VIP community. Would that be surprising? I mean, no, has know, anyone you know, tested you know, all, all those officers maxed? <laughs> just, you know. Well, let, let, let's just pretend. Let's just pretend that, that it's a, they don't have to be it, maxed. But, ta- but most people have not worked on officers of a particular stat. Most people have worked on stats or worked on officers of a particular group or a particular function or a particular set of abilities. I mean, has, any, has anybody ever in this game actually said, you know what, I am only going to max defense officers? Has anybody ever had that plan? Because I've not heard of that. If you are a what player... I, what I was, what I was, I'm sorry, DJ, what I was going to say is that as a secondary grinding crew, they're great. So if you're in a grinding event, you need to you need to throw them on another ship. They they come in really good for that. It's just not the the big beast mode of the armadas. Riker still right. works now. Does Riker have time to get real good? Would you would you put Riker in over Picard if you were in a hostile grinding event, Fo? No, no. So Picard is captain, right? And then size energy. Depending on what hostile you're hitting, I suppose, right? Riker, correct, or, correct, or Jordy. So, so so far, they're if if you're hitting level fifties, they're they're the best secondary grinding crew that that I've been using thus far. How long does one of those battles go for you? Uh, eight nine rounds. So even on a level fifty, you're still going eight nine rounds, and that is enough for that's enough for the damage boost from Picard. To basically double and triple up because you're running Picard, Beverly, and then the anti-faction, right? Correct, correct, yeah. And then, and then if you're going to hit, you know, traitors, and you know, no problem. So you know, I kind of like what Swagger says: leave Riker, uh, Data, and Beverly in normal space. Take uh, take five, six con to deep space. Allow them to continue to be your primary. And uh, as we have talked, like uh, like Big has mentioned. Uh, and kind of, I guess, Gregor, kind of how we hypothesized at the very beginning is that this crew would actually be a good secondary crew or, as Divine says, perhaps a primary for people who don't have five and six. Because let's face it, as we mentioned, as we spent 30 minutes on at the beginning, officer sourcing for this arc seems to be better. It's very feasible for somebody to have a Picard and a Riker faster than they're going to have a five and a six if they're relatively new to the game. So maybe not necessarily a bad thing there with this with this new crew. Um, 
So a couple of uses there for Riker. Thank you, Foe, for providing the data. Thank you, Big, for your hypothesis. And, and I'm kind of pleased, Gregor, that I kind of feel like we're a little bit vindicated. This was, our, this was kind of our hypothesis on day one was that it would definitely be a good secondary crew. Uh, what we're seeing now is that it's certainly absolutely feasible in the in the lower space armadas, like 39 and down, because of their statistics. But the statistics on the deep space armadas are definitely going to require more potent mitigation from that of, say, 5 and 6, okay? Um, I can see this being a, a loot-style crew, though, Gregor. If you're going to run the 39s and down, you don't need your best officers there. You could run, you know, uh, a Jordy, Beverly, Riker, or Data. I mean, you, you could run a full synergy there on Jordy just to do a loot bonus down there. If you've got 5 of 10 running on a on a Deep Space Armada. Jordy, Beverly, yeah, well, Jordy, the, Beverly 5, well, possibly. But you well, might have 5 out. get higher, too. Yeah. So... Interesting information there with the new William Riker. And as I said before, he, listen, he is great, okay? He's absolutely phenomenal. And as Bubba Joe, or I mean, as uh, Foe just said, even on hostels, even on hostels, he's absolutely phenomenal as a secondary crew. For veteran players of this game with an advanced Pike Moreau or an advanced 5-6, they continue to rule the roost. The new TNG crew, though, being a very effective and probably, foe, I would argue, the only alternative in this game to date, which is why they probably have some value. I mean, foe, we've talked in the past about how you can only kind of do one thing at a time. There's one special crew for about everything you can do in the game, and now it almost feels like the TNG crew has a little bit of versatility. I mean, they can be used secondary in Armadas. They can be used secondary in grinding, and that's kind of cool because we've never had a crew that is that flexible like that. Wouldn't you think, Gregor? Or am I? Am I? Yeah, I agree. No, no, I agree. I agree. They're they're a good crew, and as we get them higher, you know, things may change. And when they introduce like crew to ship synergy, that could change things even more. It could. Lumi Lumi says it's a badass B team. I, I think I kind of agree with that. I hope uh, I hope you guys do as well. And again, why I continue to advocate for any possible way that you guys can pick up shards, I believe that you should be doing so uh, in trying to uh, trying to get these officers. And I do agree, at least at this stage in the game, absolutely, officer sourcing continues to be a problem. And that's why I say do whatever you can to grab them during the arc. Do whatever you can to try to get them here and now because we don't know how long it's going to be before you could possibly pick something up like this outside the arc. So do everything you can to try to, try to pick them up now. Who knows how long it could be. Yes, even Wesley, says Bubba Joe. Even Wesley. Uh, Bubba says, I do want to point out that we've not had any bad TNG officers yet. They all have at least one specific niche. And have some very broad uses. And uh, to that, Bubba, I can agree. Absolutely. Thank you guys so very much. Uh, we are going, yes, even Wesley. Infinite Key said, all right, Bubba, you know, I know you did this once. Bubba, come on back up to the stage very quickly. 
I'm going to see if you can give your your 60 to 90 second synopsis on Wesley Crusher because people people still think that you're crazy. I know you explained this once before. Guys, yeah. Hey, what's, what's up, Will Wheaton? Will Wheaton from Server 17 is here, Bubba, and he wants to know why his character is good. <laughs> All right, so just very quickly, the reason that he's good is that at some point in your career, you're going to have a Tier 1 ship that is going to have, at best, one crew slot below deck. You put Wesley Crusher on the bridge at his max level, boosting all of his stats. His stats are in one officer are going to be as b- better than any other officer you could put in that role, thereby boosting all of the stats of your ship getting to those bonuses. Because early on, boosting those bonuses is difficult. Everyone's going to have a low-level ship eventually where this is going to be a useful officer. Now, will you tear up that ship a couple of tiers? You don't need the below-deck officers. He's going to lose his use. But there is a niche use where he is useful. Think about this, guys. Uh, let's say that you're a 39. Ops 39. You're brand spanking new. And you just unlocked your jelly. All right. Now, you're going to blow the latinum to get it to level 5. Yay! You have a tier 1 jelly. All right. Now, if you want to use that to grind reds, you have one underdeck slot. And this is what he's talking about. One underdeck slot. You've got no stat bonuses. Zero. All right. Throwing, for example, we just heard Foe tell you that this could be a secondary grinding crew. Secondary grinding crew. Foe, I might maybe even argue let's let's ramp it up let's ramp it up let's say that you're a level 46 toddler (laughs) they can't be a bro all right that's reserved for the level 50s let's call you a level a level 46 toddler (laughs) no offense to the level 46s i'm just kind of teasing that you're not as grown up as a level 50 all right a level 46 you just got your pylum you just got your pylum, and you want to use the pylum. You've been saving forever. I, and I'm using 46 for a specific example, Tabby Moza, okay? I'm using 46 for a specific reason. Follow me. You just got your pylum. You've been saving for two years to get your pylum. You're not going to not fly your pylum. As a matter of fact, Gregor, is your pylum, I mean, can you perform? Does your pylum do anything at Tier 1? Can it? Are you still no. using? No. No. You sure? No, you're not using it at tier one. You're not using it. I mean, it you at are. You're, you're, you're trying it out, but it's not really. You're not using not really it even, awesome. even to hit reds. You're not going to use it. Who keeps any ship at tier one? Nobody keeps it at tier one. Like tier three, tier four. I guess maybe you'd run an armada with okay, it. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. STFC.space. Ring, ring, ring. Ring, ring, ring. All right. I'm going to take a look at this pylum because I'm here to tell you that this pylum does not open a second underdeck slot. I'm sorry, a third underdeck slot until tier four. Tier four. Level 20 before you can get a third underdeck slot. Now, Gregor, is your pylum good at tier four? Yeah, it's all right. Is it good at tier two? No, I feel like I feel like that's too much expense for not that strong. Your stat bonuses can't get very high. <gasps> Wait, what? 
Stat Wesley's bonuses. Not solve that. Wesley's Stat not bonuses. Solve that on a pylum. Well, Wesley does not solve that on a pylum. Wesley is going to point requirements are too high. So to get to, say, the third stat bonus, you only need 3,000 stats. So let's say but you got Pike or Picard, you got Bev. <clears throat> let's assume, Bubba, have you done the math on this? How much, how much stat boost can you get from Wesley? So uh, I'd have to go back and look at my notes, but I know that his all three of his stats – are going to be higher than the highest stat on uh, uh, Gorkon, Kirk, and Nero. When it's he, going to be when he's maxed. right there. When he's maxed. His bonus, when his bonus triggers in, he's going to provide basically um, the highest attack you can get on an officer, the highest defense you can get on an officer, the highest health you can get on an officer in one crew slot. All right. So, so Wesley has some growing up to do. Before, like, he's a full-fledged, like, ensign, right? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> let's let's use some let's use some canon from the from the TV show. Wesley has got to be tier five. Ensign. He's got to be tier five before he can do what you want him to do. Is that what you're saying? Kinda. Yes. Okay. He has to be maxed, in my opinion. Yes. So, so, and and just to prove this out, as soon as the TNG event store hits, uh, I, my my Beverly's actually You're okay. Not. But I'm gonna prior- You're not gonna do going that. To prioritize Wesley shards first. Don't do and that. I'm going to run tests to show this that he has a use <laughs> in a low tier ship. I will provide you the data. Oh I'm my doing god! That as soon as the event You're store gonna launches. sacrifice your entire event store for Wesley Crusher. You hold the sword for him, DJ. <laughs> oh my god. Don't do that. You called him up here. You put him on the spot. Don't do that. (laughs) I didn't. In fact, I've already built. I've already built one of the because I skipped them entirely. I built one of the forty-two uncommon G four ships, and I've left it at tier one specifically to run these experiments. You built a G four uncommon just to run this test? Oh my god. Oh my god. He's doing it for science, everybody. For science. He's a mad scientist. All right. Bubba, I look forward to seeing the results of this ill-advised experiment. Please, please do not run this experiment. <laughs> please don't do this experiment. He's doing it for science, everybody. There you go. All right. Um, does anybody have anything? I think uh, let's, do, let's do this. Let's do a community Q&A. Oh, my goodness. You know what? I forgot to do something. Hang on a second. I forgot to do something today. Uh, and, and we're just kind of getting into, into a little bit of filler time. I'm going to do the community Q and a, I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to, we'll play a game, but real quick, my wife, uh, is, is this doing this TikToking thing, right? She does all the stuff on the TikTok. I, um, heard this song and I was like, Ooh, I gotta have it. Gotta have it. So I am trying to find what I had what I did with it. I put it in, gosh, where, oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. I see it. I was going to load it into, uh, into my software so I could use it because I thought, man, there's something really cool I can do with this. And I feel like that it is going to be my new community Q and a music bed because I really liked it. And it's like right at five minutes. It's perfect. It's perfect. 
So, let me get this thing loaded real quick because I completely forgot about it. And then we're going to do community Q&A. Yes, this is called radio editing on the fly. We're going to call this commu- uh, bed community Q&A. New bed. All right. I'm going to put it in the music beds folder. Save it. And now I'm coming over here. Where do I want to put it? I have too many I have too many things on buttons, Gregor. What am I going to take out? Here, I could take... Have we used this? We haven't used this in a while. Ah, I should probably keep that. That's important to have. What's this one? Oh, I could probably take that out. We haven't used that. When did we use that? That was uh, Family Feud, wasn't it? Yeah, I could take that out. <sighs> okay. Now, see... This is terrible, terrible radio. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Time for a community Q&A. Now, for those of you who for those of you who like TikTok, you're going to totally recognize this. Who has seen this trending on TikTok? Has anybody seen this yet? I heard this and I was like, "Oh my god, I got to have it." Quackfu says I hate this song. The the dance is even worse. Oh my god! The dance. There's a dance to it, Ripper. It's like, and you do, you do this thing with your hands. It's like you're trying to hit something with a hammer. All right, I know the dance is dumb, but it's not okay. I have to admit to you that when I listened to the song, then I was like, "Ooh, okay." Well, I want the song, and then I decided that I wanted to just check and see what it was about. And I may or may not have actually watched these videos on TikTok, Gregor, for like a solid 30 minutes. I mean, what's 30 minutes? You know, I, I know what TikTok is, yeah. but I have never visited their site. I didn't Boy. either. I didn't either. They're all on YouTube. I'm and with uh, Ripper. TikTok is stupid. TikTok is so. stupid. I agree. But my wife makes money on it, so I mean, she can do it. I, I have more important things to do than well, watch it. This is why I don't clips. get on TikTok. It is terribly addicting. Stupid news is also stupid. It, it is stupid. Yeah. But, but then I started watching these videos for 30 minutes. And then, you know, rabbit 30 hole. minutes. It is. It's a rabbit hole. All right. Uh, this isn't a dance. It's a construction project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, my marriage is not failing. Why would you say that? That's a terrible thing to say. God. Wow. Jeez. That's harsh. <laughs> Good God. Um, all right. Anyway, community Q&A is, uh, is up. Listen, I'm going to turn it off. I'm going to turn it off because it's exactly five minutes. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for your community Q&A. I'm going to give you five minutes. I'm going to give you five minutes, and you've got an opportunity to ask your questions now. The clock is running, everybody. You can ask your questions right now. All right. Uh, Battle Droid says, did I have time to ask about cleaning or moving old stuff from the other? Oh, from inventory to a different tab. That was actually not something I got to. I'm sorry. DJ says, photon tokens win. <laughs> I did finally get information on this. I can't share it with you yet, though. But there. Oh. <laughs> I can't share it with you yet, though. 
but there is an update coming very, very soon. Okay? Very, very soon. It's a secret. It's a secret. Venkman says, when are we going to get a mitigation officer based off attack? I, I don't know. Maybe next month. Ugh, I don't know. Although, no, I already put my estimate, uh, my guess out there for what next month is going to be. Nothing better to do says, do we do spam it today? No. No spam it today. DJ7 says, set cruise. When do we get set cruise? Uh, not known. Housekeeping says, do you have any trucks on your lot for me to buy? I think I probably do. Like a couple. One or two. Jayberg says, did I ask about better sourcing for independent credits? Uh, did not. Sorry. I did not get that. Uh, Bubba Joe says, if uh, is there any idea if the officer that was pulled will appear in the next arc? I honestly don't know. That's a very good question, but I don't know. Dark Menace says, what juicy things can you tell us about upcoming items in the game? Oh, you know what? I will tell you this. Ripper, I feel like I should say... I feel like I should say something that is coming in about two weeks. And oh boy. I'm not going to tell yeah. you. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I'm not even going to hint about what it is, uh, about what it is specifically. But I am going to tell you that for 95% of players in this game, the experience is about to completely change. There is something. There is sure? something. There is something coming that I am so freaking excited for. If you could see the cat right now, I'm bouncing in my chair. I'm literally bouncing to the beat of the music. Where'd it go? Oh, okay, it's still there. I'm really, really excited about this feature that's coming. Feature. You know what my definitions of features are. All right. Uh, Jayberg says, uh, any updates on Borg and transport patterns? No, I don't know anything about that. Not specifically, Jayberg. I know that they're still working on this officer thing, okay? Uh, Infinite Key says, has the stupid crash bug when speeding up research and building been reported to ops? You might have to send me some more information on that. I'm not sure specifically what you're talking about. Sanzo says, is this the last TNG arc? No, it's not. It is not. Should I have said that, Ripper? Probably not. This is not the last TNG arc. Um, I think that's obvious. I think it's obvious, too. Uh, let's see. What was one... There was more than three. What was one other big note about your conversation with the Scopely higher-ups? You know what? I do have something big about something from my conversation with the Scopely higher-ups. I found out... <laughs> I don't know if I should say this or not. I found out that there is a Scopely executive who listens to this show, Gregor. A Scopely executive listens to wow. this show. Yeah. Who and, is it? And actually enjoys it. I probably should not name his name. All right. I, to be fair, it's not Walter. All right. Is it, it, Ripper? it wasn't Walter. It, <laughs> it is Ripper. Sorry, you. Sorry, Ripper. I tried to keep you protected. Oh man. All right. Um. Okay. Let's see. What else do we have? Um. When am I going to bring Battleship back? I actually tried to bring Battleship back in like May. Scopely has not given me approval on it yet. See, Panic made a lot of unilateral decisions, 
and and I don't get that leeway anymore. I'm trying to get Battleship approved. It was supposed to come back. Um, <clears throat> question. Why won't Ripper add Star Trek Fleet Command ads to stfc.space? Would you would you be willing to sell Scopely advertising, Ripper? It's they genius, man. It's genius. <laughs> it is It is kind of genius. Oh, look, there's your if five it's Scopely, minutes. it's not going to be cheap, though. <laughs> <laughs> if it's Scopely, it ain't cheap. Um, Super Bowl right. money. <clears throat> is TNG going to be longer than four arcs? I am not allowed to say at this time. But, I mean, it, arc three is not it. How many chicken nuggets can you fit into your mouth at once? I don't know. But you know what? Um, there is a game that my wife played when she was a kid called Fluffy Bunny. Has anybody ever played Fluffy Bunny with marshmallows? It, you, use, you take the big marshmallows and you stick them in your mouth as many as you can. And every time you stick another one in your mouth, you say Fluffy Bunny. And then you just keep going until... Until you just throw up. <laughs> Ch- oh, is it Chubby Bunny? I thought it was Fluffy yes. Bunny. Okay, Chubby Bunny. Sorry, thank you. It is Chubby Bunny. All right. Uh, is that a game where everybody loses? Every everybody. <laughs> trust me, everybody loses. Yes. Uh, all right, there you go. Um, let me see. <laughs> Iron Chef. Iron Chef. What are you doing? You're not allowed to share information that is on Scopely.com for the entire world to see. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh, thank you from this screenshot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> on this screenshot from Scopely.com, uh, it says the first of five arcs in Star Trek Fleet Command will include the next generation. Uh, they are indeed. Uh, now, listen, yeah, that's an old article. Things, things may have changed. Things may have changed. I don't know. But yeah. Maybe it's three and a half now. Maybe 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 it is three and a half. Maybe it was only two and a half, and this was like the interlude arc that everybody's calling it. So could be seven now. <laughs> yeah, it could be seven now. Venkman, what? I don't realize that I can say that. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, I was teasing him. How how dare you read something that was on an actual public website for the entire world to see uh anyway seven arcs for seven seasons there you go okay one arc per season could be could be six could be forever i said i couldn't comment yeah because i forgot that that was that was public i mean they've told me i'm not allowed to say what they've told me but if it's on their freaking website then perhaps i can oh yeah that's in public information public news yeah there you go it's public news all right how long have we been on? I feel like it's been too long. I feel like we're just stalling. Been... Time to go on. Eight over two hours. Eight fifteen. All right. I feel like we've just been stalling. Let's play a game. And get the heck out of here. Hey, can I use this for their our game bed too? Because I, I really feel like doing the hammer thing from the ticky tock. Tick tock. Tick tock. Tick tock. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Man, I'm digging this. When somebody goes back and listens on podcasts, this is going to, like, jam out your speakers. Go ahead. Yeah. I really do like it. Okay. All right, fine. Game time. Game time. Here we go. Really? You don't? Come on. That's fantastic. It's fantastic. I really like it. Even even if you don't like the TikTok dance, you can still got you still got to like the music. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, contest and pick. No, I didn't do the second break. I forgot about it. 
Uh, ironically, Commander Riker has been chosen as a winner. Commander Riker, oh. congratulations. Oh. Okay, Commander Riker, welcome to the stage. Come on up to the stage. Uh, number one is the number one winner. We'll let you play a game. Uh, I'm being told that I forgot stuff in the show teaser. Let me go back and look. Uh, oh, yeah, we forgot to talk about ISO emulsion research. We'll have to do that next time. By the way, listen, let me just tell you. As a quick reminder, as my community service announcement, please, please, please do not be skipping your away team's assignments for ISO resin. Please be doing that. They go away in like eight days. They disappear forever. Uh, be refining your ISO resin. Be working on that research. Okay. That is important research. It makes a huge difference, doesn't it, Captain Bull? It makes a huge difference. And if you guys watch the Server 15 Pew Pew video, then I gave you some actual demonstration on the new research. Divine says the away team missions are too expensive. Well, listen, only one of them I think is really expensive. That's the one that cost emulsion. You should probably should probably be doing the other ones. All right, Jayberg says away teams ISO resin goes away or the refine as well. No, just the away teams. The refine is permanent. Okay, the refine is permanent. So, uh, but you're wanting listen, that ISO emulsion is super important. Or the ISO resin. And that research is super important, and you can see it on camera in the server 15 pew pew video okay new winner commander right i thought i saw him type commander Riker was here he did type yes he responded why do we need to pick a new winner yeah he's there yeah where you at right yo yo right right he's not responding now did he get booted He it's, definitely sent a message after he got picked. Yeah, I know. I saw it. If I keep having to wait, though, I'm going to play the TikTok music. <laughs> the resin is extremely important, folks. Even Bubba agrees. All right, that the resin is extremely important. Please, please, please focus on that. Do the work. All right, earn that resin, grind it out, and do the research because it is. I and and you know what? Here's the crazy thing. Here's the crazy thing. It is. Uh, it says it's only like 2% rip, but I feel like it's got to be more. I mean, it just, it, it's really pronounced. I mean, I was losing battles and winning battles with the difference in that research. Like head-to-head -head in a controlled testing environment. It made a difference. You can see it on camera. You can watch it. All right, Riker is not here. So... Uh, we'll set him up with a consolation prize, and I'm going to call for one more name. And uh, if this person isn't here, then I'm quitting. Contest pick. Who's it going to be? Boaz. Congratulations, Boaz. Thank you. Boaz. Is Boaz eligible to win? I just got an alert from Vita's bot. Yeah, he's good. He hasn't won since March. All right, Boaz. You got a chance to come and play. All right, we got Boaz on our stage. Boaz, welcome to the stage and a game of uh, Talking Treks. Blurt is afoot for you. Boaz, are you on our stage? Good evening and welcome to the show. 
I'm here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Boaz. Thank you very much for being here. All right, let me find my cards. Let me find my cards. I, I think we used some of these. Let's see. We used... <laughs> we did. We used the horny covering of a horse foot. Already did. <laughs> Already used that one. Okay. All right. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All right. I got 10 if we need it. I got 10 if we need it. I've got uh, 10 questions, Boaz. Three makes you a winner. Five increases your odds at your maximum or most beneficial prize. I got 10 questions. 40 seconds are on the clock. Timer begins after I finish reading the first question. If you don't know the answer, you can pass because we got plenty of questions to get to. Uh, but you only got 40 seconds to get the number right that you need to make yourself a winner. Boaz, are you ready to play Blurt? Let's do it. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. 40 seconds are on the clock. The part of an ear of corn on which kernels grow. What's the ear? Cow. Well, there. An insect that looks like a small, dark grasshopper. Cricket. A symbol in mathematics that shows something is to be subtracted. Negative sign. The crime. Oh, I already read that one. An extra benefit or advantage entitled to someone doing a particular job. A fringe benefit. A small slice of silicon containing electric circuits for Wait a computer. The way a person holds his or her body when standing or sitting. Posture. A round window in the side of a boat. A uh, portal. A club used to hit a ball in games like baseball and cricket. A bat. All right, I'm going to take your answer. You went really fast, man. Let's check these out. You did really, really good. Yeah, Finally Famous says you did really, really good. All right, let's take a look at these cards. The part of an ear of corn on which kernels grow. He started with an ear, then went to cob, which was the correct answer. Thank you for that. That was good. An insect that looks like a small, dark grasshopper. I would not have gotten that right. I would have missed that big country. Like, I kind of thought crickets were grasshoppers. <laughs> I, thought I, think I, I would have missed a lot of what he said. I thought those were the same thing. But, yes, cricket was the right answer. Uh, very good. A symbol in mathematics that shows something is to be subtracted. He said a negative sign. Uh, the answer was minus. I'm going to take it. Uh, let's see. Where's the other card? Here, an extra benefit or advantage entitled to someone doing a particular job. He said a fringe benefit. I'm going with perk was the correct answer. A perk. I'm going to take that. Uh, a small slice of silicon containing electronic circuits for a computer. He said a wafer. Now. Yeah, he did say wafer. He said a wafer. Now, you know, here's, I would normally not have accepted that answer, Boaz, except I work in the car business. I've been reading a lot about microchips here lately. Because I got no vehicles. And in fact, industry insiders do, in fact, refer to these microchips as wafers. It is an acceptable answer. I'm going with wafer. I never knew that. I only learned literally like days ago, like a week ago, that they actually call them wafers. It is a real thing. So oh. wafer is acceptable. The way a person holds his or her body when standing or sitting, he said posture. Uh, I think, right? Was that the answer? Where's the... Oh, there it is. That Posture. Is that is correct. Uh, we'll take that. Uh, a round window in the side of a boat. He said a porthole, which is also correct. Boaz, you did freaking amazing. Uh, a club used to hit a ball in games like baseball and cricket. He said a bat, which was also correct. Ladies and gentlemen, he just set a record. Eight correct answers. That's insane. 
We've never, I don't think we've ever had eight. Have we had eight? I'll turn it off. Have we ever had eight before? I don't think we have. Boaz, nice job. Whoa. Nice job. I mean, you're going to give me a jelly? Uh, and, and I even, like, I even cut you off, like, right at 40 seconds. Like, there was no, like, there was no wiggle room right there. So, nice job, man. Uh, Lloydson says, give him everything. You set a record. You know what? I'll tell you what. Just because it's Sunday night, it's late, and I'm feeling kind of stupid and generous and also angry at players at the same time, I am going to uh, let you pick. How am I going to do this? I, I probably shouldn't change the rules. Should I, Big? Should I change the rules? It's your show, man. Yeah, but then someone's going to get mad that I'm changing the rules. Oh, man, we've got a lot of delicate sunflowers. We do. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of people really upset. I'll tell you what. Hell with it, Boaz. Hell with it. I'm going to let you pick four chests instead of three, and I'm going to let you keep two of them because you set a record. All right? Now, listen. There's not, it's, not a, it's not arbitrary. He set a record. Eight correct answers in 40 seconds. If you set a record, you know what? I'm going to say it right now. If you set a record in a game on our show, Big Country, then we're going to increase the prize. In a manner of my choosing. This is what I do. No one's ever gotten eight. He sets a record. He gets two prizes tonight. That's how I'm doing it. Boaz, let's check the prize closet, buddy. All right. There are 20 chests. They have been, in fact, randomized. All right. All you have to do is tonight you get to choose four instead of three. You get to choose four, and I'm going to let you keep two of them this time. All right. One through 20, each of them containing a separate prize. Boaz, name your chest, please. Let's go with 1, 13, 11, and 19. All right. Chest number one contains 15,000 rare uranium. Chest number 11 contains 1,000 rare directives. Chest number 13 contains 2,500 epic uranium, and 19 contains ooh, 5 million officer XP. That, I, I would take that. Like, that's, that's a winner for me. 5 million officer XP. Dude, that is like over $100 worth. Just say Yeah, it is. <laughs> you get to pick. I'm Ops 38. Ops 38. Good God. It's 5 million XP is going to last you like three months. All right. You get to pick two no, of your I've chests. I've got officers that could use it. <laughs> two right, chests. We'll take the officer XP. Yep. And? I should take the directors, but I'm going to take the uh, the epic uh, uranium. 2,500 epic uranium. Yes. You got Not it. Not the directors? I've been at war since TOS oh. because well, right, of exactly what we were just <laughs> He can't before. run them. Right. He can't run them. All right. Congratulations to you, my friend. There you go. Two prizes for setting a record. Boaz is the record holder. Eight correct answers in 40 seconds. That was actually very impressive. And I didn't even cheat on time either. Like sometimes I give people an extra second or two, you know. I cut them off. It's your show. 40 seconds. Not bad, man. Well done. All right, let's wrap up. We got to go. Thank you, everyone. Do we got to go? Boaz, thanks for listening, man. I appreciate you. In the meantime, it's time. Where's the button? Where's the button? Hit the button. It's time to go, everybody. Welcome. Thank you. If you're here, appreciate you being here. Visit our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.online. TalkingTrekSTFC.online. Thank you very much to our contributors tonight. Gregor, 
Oh, he's gone. <laughs> Big country. Thank you. Hey. Criminal criminal Ripper, thank you. He went to bed. Thank you guys so very, very much. Appreciate it. Stevens, Aaron, Arian, thank you guys. Mark, appreciate you being here. Boaz, thank you for playing our game and being a contest winner tonight. Please be sure to visit our website, everybody. Talking Trek, stfc.online, where you can visit our YouTube channel. Don't forget, we are on a campaign. 5K materials for 5K subs. And we are moving right along. We are almost at 4,300. Almost. We're right there. We're knocking on the door. Please share it with your team. Get everybody to, to, to sign up, subscribe, click that bell. When we get to 5,000 subs on our YouTube channel, 5,000 materials will be given away. Also, you can check out all the videos that we've been working on. Snake Eye's been working really, really hard. Getting all those videos out to you. Make sure and go check those out, okay? Watch them and uh, learn something. Share it with your team, all right? We'd really appreciate that as well. Also, while you are on the website, why don't you consider joining our patron program? It's for players who financially support Talking Trek at a level of $5 or more per month, all right? And there's a lot of you. I want to say thank you to that list right now. Thank you to these players who donate at least $5 a month to keeping the lights on around here. That's Gregor, Scott, Bankman, and I, Beglin. Big Country, JC, Hank, Chuck, Segrump, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, Ahab, Fukum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jay Berg, DJ Gurr, Red 2, and Honey, uh, Dunk, Bojack, Ape Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby, Moza, Regis, Lady Cass, Engineering Free, Philly, Hudson, Doc 31, Morpheus, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, Jetski, Wingnut, Z Man, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Raxnar, Striker, V Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quack Foo, Mr. Fusion, Callus, King 101, Silent Stabber, Commander Taylor, Damodarks, Blue, Mandalorian, Infinite Key, Massek, The Professor, Chronic Break, Spock the Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farge, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Cran, Galen, Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, Not My Game Name, Sentinel, DJs Go 7 Hours, Conair, Iris, Jack, Y-Man, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, Silly Tom, The Egger, Never Clutch, Starm, Harsh's Procedure, Lugga, Sub Commander, Doug, This Fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Jason, Velvet Thunder, Right Turn Clyde, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Ducat, Lorenzo, Seven of Nine, Lube, Cha Cha Baba, A Fox, Midhead, Bills Mafia, E Rock, Afro Jacks, The Clueless One, Warren, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, your mom has donated to our patron program. Keeping the lights on around here at a level of $5 or more a month. Thank you so very much to all those players for donating to Talking Trek Live, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host, saying meow for now. Love you, minute. See you on the next one. See you. Bye-bye. That's right. Your mom is keeping the lights on. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, I guess she wants to see my pretty face.